Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no-ads, no-data-selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash Mondays. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash Mondays for your extended 30-day free trial. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. All right, Let's go. ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Your eyes are not playing tricks on you. <laughs> Market Mondays, yes. but we are in a different location, and then we're about to go to a different location. Yeah. It's a legendary situation. I thought you were going to say that our parents, I thought that's what you were going to say was the difference. Well, that that too. That too. <laughs> not everybody claims to, like, trap is not in. <laughs> trap in the tire. Trap in the tire, Yes. Bro. yes. This, is, this is, in the words of Carlos Miller, Monumentous. That's a monumentous. That's a fact. The, the corporate takeover. The rumors got, are true. We, we got the bro Wall Street Trapper with us. So okay. what happened, what we just did was something that was extremely legendary. Shout out to our guy, Peter Tuckman. Yes. Um, Laughs and truffles. Took us to uh, the New York Stock Exchange. And uh, we took a tour of the New York Stock Exchange. It was a dope day because they had an IPO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we got to see that. We got to um, see some history. Uh, talk to some of the traders on the floor. Um, and then we actually interviewed Peter, all four of us interviewed Peter outside the stock exchange. Class, amazing. Um, Legendary. So dope, man. It was dope for me. And if you know anything, ever since 9-11, it's been extremely hard to get a visitor's pass to go into New York Stock Exchange. So it's not easy to get access. Um, so appreciative of mm-hmm. him doing that. And um, it was a legendary moment, legendary day, and a legendary conversation that you're about to hear in a few Oof. minutes. Um, but yeah, so first we just wanted to just, you know, cue it up. 
We got to make some announcements as always. Uh, once again, shout out to all of the foursome that's here right now. Ian, Wall Street Trapper, EYL. The biggest. Of course. Um, so if you haven't heard, we're coming to London. Yes. We're taking the show on the road. Invest Fest Euro. You excited about London? Trap is on the cost the pond. Mine's gonna lie. The pond. Pond. <laughs> this is gonna be your first time in Europe, right? My first time in Europe, man. This is I mean, that's many things to come, man. If I I'm ready for that. I want to see that, man. You know traps in the UK. I want to see that, man. Yes, yes. You know, I heard the trap was out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Trapping. You know, when we went in line, uh, we walked outside. You know, we had 2,500 people pull up to Tape London. Shout out to them. Whew. A couple of the people were just I like, that yo, yeah. Wall Street Trapper coming? Right. I'm like, yeah, yeah. soon come. Well, what, ha what happened was he was originally on a flyer. True. Because yeah. we did a networking event in Keanu Watson, 19 Keys, all of us. Epic. Um, dope vibe. MG the Mortgage Guy. So when I put the flyer out, and then he hit me like, yo, bro, I'm not going to be able to make it. I had, yeah. a, I had a scheduling conflict. So I never rechanged the flyer. Yeah. Wow. So people that Fancy. were there, they yeah. was like, yo, it's traveling. It's coming. I'm like, nah, he couldn't make it. He had a scheduling conflict. So this time, yeah. come on. He will be there. He's on our flight. He's on our flight. Package of stamp. We'll be in London. The triple beam. <laughs> yes. The scale. The top boy. It is stamp. <laughs> the eagle. Yeah. It's yeah. on the yeah. Nah, nah. It's going to be monumental, man. I'm looking forward to it. Royal Albert Hall. London. Don't let that go over there. Oh, man. Everything's lining Regal. up. Yo, listen, I heard that not even some of the biggest stars in the world could get Royal Albert Hall. That's a fact. Yeah, no, the rumors are true. That's rumors the, are true. The That's rumors great. are true. <laughs> rumors are true. <laughs> some rumors are true. Some that rumor, one is. That one is. Yes. Not all of them. No. Yeah. Uh, it's an opera house. Um, huh. Full full regal regalia. Regalia. Come on, we're playing. Yo, yo. I had to stop last time. Wait, just get on wait, that. Regalia. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, Run that back, bro. He ran his bag. Run that Regalia. My word is behoove. Like once I started, <laughs> once I started hitting behoove, they know but that was just a new one. Stand again for me, Shotty. One time. Regalia. Woo. Yes. He said yes. regal regalia. Regal regalia. Yes, yes. What would Hove say it's to like that? Consistently inconsistent. Lobster and truffles. Lobster and truffles. The menu has changed. I might need the trumpet. Is just playing at Thanks. all times. Like, da, da, da. Yeah. I like it. I got a hell of a stage show too. I like it. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Look, oh. What, you want to go there? I mean, I'm okay. We'll go there. Know what what I they do know that is. I'm just saying. For the first time ever, yeah. Trap and I would be on stage this together. Yeah. Presenting. Ball for ball. And going over the top stocks in the European market. European market. And the what's a trade. We're going deep in our bag. Absolutely. What's a trade in the European market. So you're going to get swing trading, long term investing. Get it all. What's a trade specifically for the UK? And Australia market, so we want the UK to be trapping, trapping pandas. Come on, man. Yes, yes. so you Trap heard of Holland, Switzerland, Switzerland, yes. Switzerland. Ireland, Ireland, Netherlands, France, Netherlands. Right. Yeah. God, the reason why we named it um, Europe is because when we went there, we realized that people actually traveled from all over Europe. Yeah. It wasn't wow. just the UK. Yeah, like That's people crazy. was from the Netherlands. They were from Holland. They came from Switzerland. So Listen. I'm like, yo, yeah, yeah fast, everywhere, fact. Yeah, yeah, serious. Yeah, it was no. it was crazy. Eight hour train rides. Like they just wanted to see this happen. So this is needed. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Necessity. That's a fact. This yeah, is needed. Much. Essential. Essential. Yeah, we're essential workers. Essential workers. Ah. Yeah. Very much so. Latin. The UK. So. Yeah. Yes. And I think the UK market <laughs> yeah. is probably more passionate about trading than even the US. Explain that to me. Because you have to realize like London is a financial epicenter, but there isn't a whole bunch of us. Like even courses, there isn't a bunch of people that are teaching. Yeah. I mean, they, they just get yeah. into the information. Like yeah. they're not. That's why they were so open to it because yeah. they don't have like a lot of. They have some financial influences. Mm -hmm. Shout out to them, but they're not on a level like how. It's crazy because I've 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 
it makes sense to me now because I have a lot of people from the UK hit me and be mm -hmm. like, Trap, when you does coming? this work yep. here? For this. Mm. Can I use your analysis and fundamentals? Can I use it here? And I never, yeah. now it makes sense. And if you get your ticket, you can get his analysis on the market. <laughs> yeah. Put a in the CAC40. Don't play yourself. And how to trade the euro and British pound. Listen, I'm heavy. Listen, and it's crazy. I've been doing a lot of homework on the euro. Yeah. Um, just looking at the dollar index. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Seeing how big... Yeah. That you, massive, so I'm ready. You need to be there. Invest for Europe. Yes. World Ever Hall. Link in the bio. Don't play yourself. <laughs> yeah. Get your tickets before they sell out. It's going to be a vibe. Before we get this episode started, I just got to give some quick announcements. Big, speaking about investors, big episode this week. Tomorrow, my guy Aristotle Investment. Prodigy. Yeah. Young got boy. Him on, Prodigy. Yeah, we got him on Earn Your Leisure, EYL. Spoke about you. Listen. Yeah, yeah, good dude. Yeah. Good story, too. I watched yeah, him grow. Amazing. Story. I watched him grow. He, he spoke about that. Veteran. A yeah. veteran. A veteran. Um, yep. Out to the vets. Was making money while he was in the military. Two million. Um, got out, got in the education space. Very smart young man. Very mm -hmm. smart. So, super observant. Yep. Super practical. His idea. He's passionate. Yeah, he's super passionate. Passionate as hell. And he can trade. I'll say too. And he can trade. He can trade in front of people. He's not just nah, talking. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Or he can trade. I think the dope part about even looking at that is it shows us where the next generation is coming. Like, mm -hmm. so I always look at it as like, yes, I'm the Wall Street trapper, but there's people that has to have to come behind me. Yeah. You got to be cool with that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right? You can't feel no kind of way about that. Like, Only uh, people who feel a way is the ones who can't trade. Like, I remember I was in the street, man, like the OGs would feel some way that the young dudes was coming up and they would like try to like block them from getting, that would yeah. cause beef and ruckus. Right. And so when I look at it now, I'm like, yo, like you see the young boys coming and you just be like, bro, like yeah. this is it. And it makes me proud. I, I know y'all too. You know what I'm saying? When you see, I mean, no one never be another Ernie Leisure. Gonna be difficult. Right? It's, 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 it's extremely difficult. difficult. But what happens is, but what happens Mike is, clip that up. The, the inspiration behind uh -huh, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, Ernie yeah. Leisure yeah, helps. You know what I'm saying? And, so. and, and the other part of it is that even if there is, right? We're opening the door to say, like, yo, come through the door. How Easy. can we help you? It's a fact. How can we help you? And that's fact. one of the things or that he's... Or how can we collaborate? Like what do you yeah. need? Impact. Like, even, like, we've had phone calls. I'm like, yo, what if you change this? What you know, yeah. just helping each other build. And that's what that's why I said this revolution is completely different. Because when he spoke about it, he was like, he's listening, he's observing, he's watching, watching you, right. watching us. Yeah. He's about giving flowers. And like, how can I help you? Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Most people forget that part. Like, mm. how can I have value to you? Right? It's not going to take anything from us to help him. Facts. You know what I mean? It's the same, like, yo, if I light your candle, it doesn't extinguish my flame. Come on, Troy. So, shout out to him, man. Thanks the soup, man. He's a <laughs> yeah. shout did you, out, did shout, you notice? Shout out to Aristotle, <laughs> man. And before we, oh, yeah, also, um, shout out to our guy, Josh Brown. 
Yeah, they did yeah. a uh, Future Proof conference, super dope. That was amazing. And uh, rest in peace to PNB Rock. Yeah, he passed away when we was in LA. Yeah, senseless, senseless, um, yeah, violence. At yeah, extremely unfortunate situation. Yeah. Prayers to his family. I believe he has a few daughters. Yeah, yeah children. Man. Yep. So yeah, man, we definitely we gotta just we gotta do better, man. Because he's at safe the end out of the there, day, man. Yeah. It's just it's only coming back on us. So yeah, that, he was at InvestFest. Yeah. Yeah, he was at InvestFest. So yeah. obviously he came to InvestFest for a reason, trying to you know, learn mm -hmm. information, trying to better his life. Yeah. So to see him get done gunned down like that and brought they like he ain't deserved that. So yeah. rest in peace. Man. And that and that also just before we add out, man, that shows the importance of financial literacy, man. So ninety seven percent of crime is done behind finance. Absolutely. Right? Eighty six percent of marriages in behind finances. Yeah. So we can increase the knowledge behind finances if we can show that, right? Just even myself, like just trying to show my homies how to get money in the market in the hood. It took a little while, but yeah. eventually it was like, man, this is cool. Yeah. It's all right. Now they ain't just lead the hood, but it was like, oh, this this is something. So yeah. it's just like it pivoted for me. So if we can, that's why it's so important what we doing, man, if we can grab them early. get that and grab them early and mm -hmm. show them like, yo, you can really make money, bro. Yeah. Like you can change your life and then you can we can make them measure the risk to the yeah. reward. Like, yo, what's the risk? As, a, as somebody who hustled all day, every day, like I... I understood that I don't. You don't really make the money you think that people think you make. Yeah, you don't really make the money. It's actually harder than a nine to five. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like hustling is actually harder than a nine to five, bro. Yeah. With way more downside. So I think that's the importance about what we doing, showing people about stocks, investing, trading. We just came from the biggest trap house in the world, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying Absolutely. on a large scale, man. Like nickels and dimes and quarters and keys don't even compare. <laughs> you just saw a man make forty thousand dollars in five minutes. Yeah. yeah. Literally witnessed it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, witnessed it. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of increasing people's knowledge and finance, we want to give you a great choice if you're looking to bank or invest. Ally is a leading digital financial service company with passionate customer service and is relentlessly focused on doing it right for both customers and our community. So Ally is giving our Market Mondays viewers and listeners a special offer on ally.com slash EYL so that you can save, invest, and spend on all the things that matter to you. Again, that's ally.com slash EYL for everything we need. We're all better off with an ally. Securities, products, and services are offered through Ally Invest Securities, LLC, member of FINRA, SIPC. Mm -hmm. Shout out to the good folks over at Ally. Love you Shout guys. Shout out to Ally. Yeah, so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his segue game's phenomenal. Yeah. Bro, it's good. Yeah. I mean, he couldn't do that that good. Yeah. It's phenomenal right now. <laughs> you know, 200 Practice. shows. Practice. It adds Thousands up. Thousands of ads. It works. Practice. It adds Bro, up. I see it. Not a game. <laughs> Practice. Yo, you know how this works, man. Do your own research. Our content is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only. It's very important that you do your own analysis before making any investment based on your own personal circumstances you should take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you find on our show and wish to rely upon whether for the purpose of making an investment decision or otherwise continue to do your research yes. continue to share it when it's good when it's good research share it that's how we build a community y'all this is a message brought to you by the good brothers at earn your leisure yeah hey. the good brother <laughs> wall street chapter himself our guy and our guy our guy you know him Ian Dunlap, the master investor. But Troy's so game is so cold. Yeah. <laughs> like mine is simple. Like, like do your, do the research, yeah. do the homework. If you can't, get a financial advisor off of Zoo Jerry. I know one that by the name of Rashad Bilal. <laughs> he can take you to glory. I'm Wall Street Travel. I just ran to the trap house. That's it yeah. for me. Troy, yeah. that is really good, bro. I appreciate it, it's man. Like it's, a, it's a corporate takeover. I see it. <laughs> slowly but it's slowly. the suit. Legal. Suit. Yeah, legal <laughs> they act different when they got the suits on. <laughs> check the shoes. Ian, any announcements you want to make? Uh, Stock Club call will be at 930 Central. And if I've made you money, please put yes in chat oh I know you guys are waiting for the bonuses about Market Mondays Live next week uh, we'll do it 
Okay. We'll do yeah, it yeah sure. next week. Next yeah, week. Sure, for we sure. got to get some things yeah. in order. Yeah. But I'm going to give a bunch of bonuses, bunch of sneak peeks. We got a sneak peek of the bonuses. Yeah. And let me say this before we start the show. If you wasn't at New York Fashion Week, I'm sure you probably saw the, the ambiance. It was extremely... Um, yes. Humble. <laughs> Elegant. Yes. Yes, sir. The humbleness yes. in that. Yes. Where? What that pink was? Where? Uh, it was It was actually... Um, no, it was Fuchsia. Fuchsia. Mm. Fuchsia into color. the future. Yeah. I see it. Yeah. I saw the Fuchsia with the beard, the black beard. <laughs> it was a dope collab, bro. I Collaboration. Felt it. I saw it. I saw it. Like, no like, like honey mustard goes good on brown skin, but I, the way I saw the fuchsia, I was like, oh, he's in his bag right now. I can uh, tell the way you did this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can tell somebody. With, with that, the shoes, though. Yeah, 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 I can see him yeah. getting off the thing saying, make sure you catch the drip. Please, yeah. please, respectfully. That's important. No, it's important. <laughs> it has to be documented. But it anybody, must be documented. anybody that wasn't at uh, Fashion Week, we had a limited merch drop. Um, 100 shirts, and we got a few shirts left. So that's on the website. Mm -hmm. And that's an NFT. It will only be sold once. Not literally an NFT, but Come on, man. figuratively. An NFT, you'll never see that ever again. It's a, it was a really dope collab. Shout out to Mike B. And it's the launch of, like it was that. the first launch of our higher end fashion. Higher end, premium. Yeah. The house of EYO. So go to EYO.com. Merch tab. Let tell you what they're going to do when people think they're joking. And listen, like it I, came out. I've watched yeah. this. Uh, Conglomerate, right? I like what I'm using right here. Conglomerate. Yeah. Like, I see that. Good choice. I've Good watched choice. this go from Troy's basement. It's a fact. Yeah. Little kitchen. Table. Dining room. Dining room. Like, I've watched it go to different places. Yeah. <laughs> I watched it go from the green kitchen. Yeah. You want to put the table back, in the museum? Then we came back. It's got to be. And we did the basement. Yeah. Right? I watched that. Yep. I even watched it transition to, like, being in Atlanta in the lobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, I watched yeah. this go through many faces. The, the gold room, the, the room. gold room, the gold right room. with the Egyptian <laughs> stuff on the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fact. Right, I've watched this transition, yeah. and yeah. what I, what people need to realize is that uh, the journey is so important to whatever you're doing. Yeah, right. The journey, like I remember me in my great aunt's room with a backdrop. The backdrop in the mm -hmm. computer. The backdrop in the computer. Got to do it. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. And the journey is so amazing. So to see you all evolve. Definitely pushes me to evolve, to see Ian evolve, yeah. right? So anybody that's in the field of any place, like don't, like don't look at where you are and look at somebody else's at and feel like you're not making movement. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is probably a four-year thing, probably longer than that if you think about the time before it got to market. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I, I think just being trapped, bro, and how we've all been incremental to everyone's growth to our growth as y'all the bouncing ideas up bro I'm just want to tell you I'm proud of y'all man I see what y'all doing man Appreciate um, and I don't mind saying that on live I don't like, mind saying like that on the air bro like yeah. you know Thank what I'm you. saying like I love seeing it it pushes me you know what I'm saying it also lets me know how far we got to go yeah you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So definitely proud of y'all, man. Likewise, my brother. Appreciate it, brother. Yeah, yeah, Likewise. We're going to turn the dining room into a museum. Come on, man. Yeah, both were in that <laughs> yeah. green dining room. Let's go, cool, man. There's some classic yeah, stuff yeah. happening there, man. Oh, a, lot, a lot of, a lot of legendary, <laughs> a lot of legendary, A lot of legendary episodes were shot in the yeah. green room. That's a fact, man. <laughs> and the hieroglyphic room. In the <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> the hieroglyphic room. Yes. I feel it. All right, guys. So now we are going into a special interview on Wall Street with our guy Peter. All of us four strapping. Uh, enjoy the ride. You did. All right. Another legendary episode of the legendary Market Monday show. We are live 
from Wall Street. Familiar place. Yes. <laughs> yes. They brought out the red carpet. Yes, yes. <laughs> Literally. So so first and foremost, we have to thank we have to thank the gentleman that's made this possible, Peter Tuckman, the Einstein of Wall Street, the most photographed man in, in Wall Street history. History. Yes. So we'll, we'll tell the story later on, but first and foremost, thank you. Talk, 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 to, talk to the mic. Absolutely my honor to sit with you, gentlemen. And, uh, of course, we got a friend of the program. You might know him. Familiar <laughs> face. Wall Street Trapper is in the building also. How fitting. Trap house jumping, man. Trap house jumping for sure, for sure. Definitely thank Peter. Thank my brothers. It's all love, man. Wall Street Trapper on Wall Street. It don't get no better than that, man. <laughs> the trap is jumping. Trapping on The track is jumping. Trapping ain't dead. <laughs> you heard what I said. <laughs> we don't know that for another day. Triple beam is triple beam. You feel me? Beam, triple beam. So um, we had a, just a legendary day inside of Wall Street that I want to talk about and kind of bring it outside the street. It's fitting that we're outside the street now because this is, this is where the people are in the actual street, literatively and figuratively, right? So um, Peter, you've been working in this building, New York Stock Exchange, for 30? 37 years. 37 years. So we're going to get into all the information, technical analysis, and all that stuff. But can you explain exactly what you do? Um, because a lot of people might not fully understand it. And I, I'd rather you explain it than I, than I explain it. I'm going to go back to at least my beginning, right? We saw that and everyone saw, got a sense of it. We just came from talking with people inside the building, right? Talking in, with people inside the building. And they all said where they got their start. One was delivering coffee, yeah. right? Frankie said he was buying lunch for people, right? So the floor of the New York Stock Exchange is made up of brokers. There's 1,564 seats on the Stock Exchange. were created in 1903, right? Like a taxi medallion. It gives you the right to trade. And inside the room, you've got brokers who are representing hedge funds, institutions, uh, banks, and uh, stuff like that, and, and high wealth people. And then you have market makers, right? So the format and the makeup of the room has been the same for 120 years, right? It is an auction market, right? You have buyers, you have sellers, and then you have the market makers who put the people together. So I'm a broker, okay? I came down to the stock exchange in 1985. Some people say 1885. They, they joke that I went to high school with Alexander Hamilton. Uh, uh, but let's say I look good for my age. I came here in 1985 uh, as a teletypist. It didn't matter who my father was. It didn't matter what my background was. You come down to Wall Street, there's no trading for this job. And we talked about that, what yeah. makes a good trader, and I'll go into that. So you come down here, you may know someone. Tony Vaughn, Tiffany in the house, what's up? Um, so you come down to Wall Street and you start at the bottom, right? Because it's a matter of being, being somebody who works on the floor of the stock exchange. Let me go back for a minute. In, in the 1700s, 200 years before this building was built, they used to trade right out here on Wall Street under a tree called the Buttonwood Tree. Okay, people were trading commodities, trading stocks, trading business for 200 years before we actually built this building. And in 1787, they created what's called the Buttonwood Agreement. The Buttonwood Agreement was a, a document that basically traders said to, each, said, said to each other, sometimes we may not be transacting money between each other, but we need to establish something called our word is our bond, trust from one buyer to one seller that when we make a transaction, we are being held to it. It was a matter of trust, honesty, transparency. So that was launched in 17-something. That document, it's upstairs on the seventh floor. And so that started sort of the establishment of the relationship of the auction market. Fast forward to 1903, this building was built. It started with 
couple of brokers and a couple of market makers, and it grew as companies. Look, not that many companies Republic in 1980s, in 1903, right? The first few, Campbell's Pork and Bean, Hormel, they were making spam for World War I. We had Union Pacific, the railroads, the companies that built America, right? And it started slowly, and we built it up. There were brokers, market makers, and the support staff around what made the market become what it is today. Obviously, it peaked probably, you know, it's the only human-based marketplace in the world. Right? Back in the day, there were thousands of people down here, open outcry, screaming and yelling, auction market, buying, selling, uh, market makers, creating a smooth and active market. The most exciting place in the world. I came down here in 85 as a teletypist. That was the job where I started. I, back then, you would buy stock, sell stock. You would write it down on a piece of paper. I bought 100 shares of XYZ at 39 and a quarter. I'd send it into the booth. The booth would report it upstairs to the desk of the brokerage firm, right? Then they would take that piece of paper, input it into a teletype machine before computers, and then you would create the ticker tape, okay? Then I went to become an option clerk. Oh, so I had a summer job. I said, you know what? The energy here is amazing, right? You can tell I'm a people person. I'm an adrenaline-based communicator, right? And a uh, connector, right? So when I found that energy here on the floor, which was just palpable, Right? It was two human beings to each other, right? In, engaged in battle. And that was exciting for me. That, that got my juices flowing. I knew it was the place for me. Right? And so I asked if I could stay and get a real job. I became an option clerk, a retail clerk, an institutional clerk, right? doing different kinds of business. My quest was to have a badge, to have a seat on the New York Stock Exchange. When I got that seat, I got to go upstairs and sign a book. In that book, J.P. Morgan had signed the same book. Carnegie had signed the same book. All of the founders of the Industrial Revolution had signed that same book. It was like Santa Claus's book. You, you opened it like this, my parents showed up, and you would go back in and see who had signed the book before me, going back to the 1700s. It was unbelievable. And that gave me the understand the power of what goes on in here. Right? What goes on in here, you know, everybody here will often ask, like, I don't know anything what goes on in the stock market, right? But if you go in there and think, oh, we're the greatest consumer. Uh, uh, generation in the world, right? We are very loyal consumers. Everybody knows what's going on in there. The Nikes, the Apples, the Alibabas, the, you know, everything. The Home Depots. You could look at the ticker tape. Everyone's got a relationship with every one of those names going by, right? So I'm a broker. I represent a hedge fund and some, some traders, okay? And in the old days, there were 1,600 brokers. There were 2,000 market makers. There were 3,000 clerks. There was 2,000 support staff, and the market was wild and crazy. Ever since the technology came into the marketplace, things have changed, right? People have had to reinvent. Some people left, right? People weren't able to figure out how to make themselves add value in an electronic marketplace. We don't see that only here. We see it in every industry. We know that everyone's being outsourced yes. to machines. For me, I'm a real humanist. I learned that from my dad. That's a whole other story. So I, when I found my calling here, I decided I would stay under any circumstance. And so to help maintain and be the ambassador for the greatest human marketplace in the world. So that's what I did. Yeah, I wanted to touch on that because you said at one point you had 10,000 people in that room and I'm looking and I'm walking around like, how did 10,000 people fit in here? And so you spoke about the technology and how it's changed, right? You said you were a teletrader, which means that you had to write on paper, hand it. I mean, I could just imagine what that looked like in a time when you have 10,000 people and you're flying over people's shoulders. Can you talk about some of the things that technology has changed in this market? 
Okay, so you know it was quite an unbelievable experience. So in 1987, so I got there in '85. I was a teletypist clerk. 1987, we had the crash. It was the largest, it's still to date, the largest crash in history, percentage-wise. You always talk about percentages, right? So I don't know. We lost 28% of the market in a day. Now the market was only trade. We're trading at 30,000 now. The Dow was at 600. Yeah. Right? And no, it was at three. Uh, 2000 we lost 680 points that day 28 percent of the market's value on that day so at that day there was paper all over the floor there was screaming and yelling dogs and cats living together it was crazy right and so people would go i don't understand how you can find any kind of uh, uh um understanding in this chaos right but that's what makes a great broker right i thrive on chaos right i'm able to look in a room of chaos and identify who I'm doing business with. I could walk into a stock, there were 40 people screaming and yelling, but I knew my purpose. My purpose was to represent my customer and buy 100,000 shares of IBM at the best way I could. So when I went into that crowd, as chaotic as it was, I was listening for the other side of that trade. If I wanted to pay $125 for stock, I waited to hear someone offering me stock at 125. It may be trading all over the place around me. So technology has changed in, in a lot of ways. A lot of people didn't survive the change in so many industries, right? We've been outsourced in so many ways. What the, the, so technology took over a lot of the trading. There's algorithmic trading. The whole nature of the business is different. The way stocks are, 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 are curated and analyzed and traded is completely different. The way things are reported, the whole blockchain of the event of how when you buy stock and sell stock and the money is transacted. Uh, the human element for me, which is why I'm still here, is all the more important. We think that we don't need other human beings, that shit can happen without, um, you know, we can do it on the back of our cell phone, we can do it through this and that. But we know, you guys know, you are changing the world one person at a time, eye to eye, like this, right? And so in there, in a market that is so volatile, in a world that is so disengaged, right, the human element is all the more important, right? We're, a computer, an algorithm is only as good as the guy who programmed it. The, the, the judgment, Right, as Glenn Carell inside discussed with you, we used to trade on a gut. Yeah. Right, you guys do that. You have guts with people. You have guts with your education and the way you inspire people. So do I as a trader. So technology has traded a lot. I wish it wasn't here. I still don't own a computer. Right, uh, I'm sort of been resistant of technology. <laughs> I know that seems weird. I do have an iPhone, but um, a lot has changed in that way. We are fortunately the last, unfortunately, the last human marketplace, but. Did I answer the question? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And, and one of the things you said inside that, it, it's the first blockchain. Can you break that down? Yeah, 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 sure. So we look, everyone knows crypto. Everyone knows, not everyone knows, even, even, even Elon Musk didn't, weren't, wasn't able to answer the question on SNL. What is Dogecoin? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Nobody knows what this stuff is. But anyway, the blockchain is basically trying to track the provenance of a situation, whether it's a buying of a piece of art or buying a stock or whatever from the inception to the to the consummation, right? So, and I just had this realization the other day, on the floor when I would buy stock in an open outcry trade, there'd be a guy reporting the transaction. We never transact money in there. I may buy one share, 10 shares, a million shares. It may have value of $50 or $50 million. I buy it from you. Your word is your bond. You sell it to me. I take your company's name, your badge number, the price of the stock, how many shares, yeah. and what time it traded. It used to be put onto a computer card and sent it to a machine that tracked that. So that seven days later, 
we were able to take the buyer, the seller, and have them send each other money. So I was sort of was talking about the, the way we used to track the transaction, and I realized, holy, that's blockchain. Right? We're able to go, because we used to, when we'd have a dispute in a stock, I thought I bought 8,000, you thought you sold me six, I thought I paid a quarter, you thought you sold them at a half, I'm on the right side, I thought I bought, you sold, but we both bought. I mean, that used to happen in the while we were able to go back to the videotape. Right? Like that guy on CBS, remember? He's, Let's go back to the videotape. We would be able to go back and track that trade from the moment it happened and everything that happened forward. Uh, we all know long-term investing is incredibly important, but you're an amazing trader. Can you give our audience like three tips on how they can become a better trader and become more profitable in this market? 100%. I mean, that is my mission. I will say one thing, and I a disclaimer, I'm not allowed to pick stocks. I'm not allowed to advise people on what they do with their money. But what I heard recently, which is an amazing figure, that if you are 18 years old and you put $250 into the S&P 500 every month, yeah. okay, at the age of 60, you'll have $1.8 million if you never look at it again. Mm. At the age of 40, you'll have $860,000. Everybody doesn't have 250 to put away. You know, you don't need the next iPhone. We always talk about invest in stocks, yeah. not stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right? We're, we, we, everyone thinks, well, I need that. I need the next sneaker. I need the next phone. You don't need it. You cut back on Starbucks. Don't buy the iPhone 14. <laughs> Go buy some Apple stock in the S&P 500, and you will create generational wealth. Yes. That wasn't your question, but I needed to say that because everybody thinks, you know, well, I can't be that person. I, you know, but that's a fact, yes. right? Cost averaging, is that what it's called? Duh. Where you can buy, duh. Duh, right? You can put something in the market. Over time, markets go up. Somebody in there said that. Historically, every crash we've had over the last couple of generations have been a better buying opportunity than selling. Over the last hundred years, markets do go from bottom left to upper right. So from an investment point of view, how you doing? Uh, from an investment point of view, it's important to invest in yourself and buy stocks, not stuff. Pete, Pete, uh, Pete got the energy forever, right? Um, so the question was, how, what can I say to help people understand to be better traders? Okay, what is a trader, a day trader? Okay, a trader is someone who's investing in the market short term, buying or shorting the market to make small gains every day that add up to bigger gains every week, bigger gains every month. $100 a day is $500 a week, is $2,000 a month. That's a beautiful thing. It's also a scalable industry. So if you get better than what you do and you don't lose money, then you can become a profitable trader. Nine out of 10 people who trade blow up their trading account. The mistakes that day traders make who are not successful are all the same, okay? They get into a stock because Uncle Herbie told them to buy it. They heard about it on Wall Street Bets or Reddit, or they hope that the stock will go up or the stock can't go down anymore. Hope, FOMO, or not trading strategy. Yes. You can't come to me and say, well, I got, I've got four winners out of five. I said, so are you profitable? No, no, I'm down eight grand. Yeah. Well, how's that possible? Well, I made $100 on four trades, and I lost 8,000 on the fifth trade. <laughs> That's not a sustainable trading platform. Okay, so the market gives you these amazing gifts. First of all, there's something called technical analysis, which is the art of charting. What does that do? That gives you, puts the probability in your favor. If you use technical analysis, you will have the probability you'll win more times than you lose. Risk management, stop orders. The stock market gives you this amazing tool that you can identify and lock in your loss that you're willing to lose. Yes. I'm willing to lose $50 to make 200 every day of the week. It's basic street business, okay? And if you think of it that way, it's cool. But you cannot go into a trade hoping it goes up, not identifying your downside, because this market, I said, you can be lucky for a dollar and wrong for $50. Yeah. We are in a generational 
market, phenomenal stuff happening. 40 million new traders, but a market that is so volatile, we lost $1.2 trillion in value on Tuesday yeah. in a market. People blew up their accounts. Yeah. There are people who are here on Monday that are not here today. Yeah. Right? Millions of accounts got blown up on that. And I don't want that. I always joke to you. I said, everyone's been invited to this party for 100 years. You have to be an accredited investor to be involved in the stock market. Right? Rich people got to trade. Okay? What happened in March 2020? Robin Hood, Charlie Schwab, trading apps, free trading apps. Everybody now with an iPhone and $100 can trade the market. What an amazing opportunity, right? That needs to be curated, embraced, right? And taught, right? That's the greatest gift in the world. Now, you've all been invited to this party. I want you to be successful because nine times out of 10, the psychology of trading is the most difficult thing to get, right? There's a voice in your head that thinks, oh, I bought it at 50. It's trading at 51. I don't need to take a profit. I got diamond hands. It's going to 55. You go get a, you don't use a stop order, you go get a coffee, it's trading at 46. What do you do? You buy more. Buy more, yeah. It's going to 42, you buy more. You're averaging into a bad trade. Yeah. A bad trade is a bad trade, okay? Okay, so you average into a bad trade, it goes to 40, you're down 10 grand suddenly, you can't take the pain anymore, you're sick to your stomach, you sell it, and you can bet your bottom dollar it goes right back oh, up the fifth. Yeah. That happens all the time. So, advice to a day trader is have a plan when you get into a trade. Use technical analysis, have a stop order on every trade you do. Learn the rules of the game in anything we do, any kind of business. Street business, big business, corporate business, whatever it is. Look, if I wanted to be a pilot, I wouldn't go to, go to Teterboro, ask the guy to give me the keys to the plane, get on the plane, turn it on, and hope it's going to work out. It doesn't end well. Same thing with trading and money. Anything we do, you need to read the book, you need to learn the game, you need to have mentors, you need to find out people who have done it for a while. If I want to learn how to uh, fly a plane, I take the course, I get in the plane with a teacher, I log 180 hours before I ever fly that plane. Same thing here. One of the crazy things is in the market that the, the trading apps and the firms do not offer education mm -hmm. to people. They sell this story. You come in, you give us your money, Robin Hood. Nothing against Robin Hood, but it's a reality. They don't give them the fact that, oh, I can lose money, right? And now I don't want anyone. So have a plan, use a stop order, use technical analysis, never trade on hope, never trade on FOMO. I got something, man, as I listen and as I walk through first, let me say I appreciate you for letting me in the trappers in, right? <laughs> we in here, y'all. The trappers on Wall Street. Yeah, it is. Uh, so as I... As I listen, um, I compare it to the street so much, right? Um, I'm listening to being a, being a good trapper, like you have to have risk management, understanding what's going on around you. But the goal is always often to scale, right? How can I scale whatever it is that I'm doing, but then be around because we understand that uh, markets go down. We understand that the block get hot, right? So as someone who's been in this game so long, like what has kept you going and do you keep learning? Because I'm thinking about like Lehman Brothers, right? So many people scared, so many people wiped out, so many people filled Wall Street with, uh, they were walking, they was out, walking out of here, gone, right? right? How do you stay consistent and stay like um, active saying, this is what I wanna do, okay. right? Like how do, how do you keep that competitive advantage in you that says, yo, this is my game, I will stay here. This is my trap house. How do you keep that? I appreciate that question. Thank you for that. First thing is be humble. First thing is be, I will, oh, and I say it all the time, I am a forever student of the market. 
I never sit on my haunches thinking I got this. Right? There's different challenges we have in life, and if you've had a problem and you've hit a bottom and you try and build your life back, never think you got this. Because, you know, Mike Tyson, it's all fun and good till somebody punches you in the face, yeah. right? We know that, right? So stay humble and be a, forever a student of the market. For me, what I've done is I come in here every day, right? I, my career, look, I started here in 85. My career has not always been successful. I've had some, some moments in time that were incredibly challenging, and... Um, so look, I'll, I'll go back. I'll give you a little just piece of history. So my parents are, are Holocaust survivors, right? They grew up in Eastern Europe. They were Jewish. They, uh, the Nazis came along. They killed everybody, right? My mother was one of 72 people in her family that were not gassed. My father and mother were in prison for four years. They came to America. They found the American dream. They found their life. And what they instilled in me was the importance of the human connection. They instilled in me that it could be worse that you wake up every morning. Can you imagine every morning for four years, they used to wake up and there'd be two dead people lying next to them in the bed. They would wait for somebody next to them to die so they could steal their shoes. If anybody doesn't know what really went on during World War II, check that shit out. My mother would tell me stories, what it was like living in there. She buried two of her siblings who died in her arms. So we know what it's like to have challenges historically, geographically, as a people or whatever, right? And so I was taught very early on that you got to get up every morning. It's all a matter of perspective. Whether you feel like it or not, you got to get up and do something special, right? Whether I wake up, I was talking to this gentleman, David Meltzer, yesterday. He said to me, because, you know, I still, after many, many years, I've been here for a long time, I will still, and I'm doing fun, exciting things. I'm yeah. with you guys. This is how I, you know, my, my adrenaline, my energy is pure. My motivation is to empower everybody else. That's where I get my energy from. But it was a matter of, he taught me that, you know, you wake up in the morning and you, you're nervous. Right? I'm still nervous. My daughter said to me, how do you do it? You know, I'm, I'm, she's 25. Like, I get nervous when I go to a, to a, to a meeting or, a, or I go to a job or I have to fly to Chicago. I'm 25. And she goes, does that ever go away? And I said, no. no. Right? That nervousness, and it should never go away. And I learned from this guy, David Meltzer, who's a powerful uh, motivator. He said, we think that when we're nervous, that we're not good enough to do what we're about to do. That what we're doing, about to do is not worthwhile or it's something wrong. He said, you flip that on its head. What God is doing when he gives you butterflies in your stomach when you're about to do something is that means you're about to change shit up seriously wow. right so flip that on its head don't feel like you can't do it because you're nervous that's a sign well it's all about signs right we got to go look at this it's beautiful right we're out here looking at you always keep your eyes focused when that happens that means you're about to change the world so the fact that i wake up every morning with butterflies i did this morning right i had a dream at five o'clock this morning that this wasn't going to work out Right. Thank God it did. Yeah, yeah, right. It was like nothing was gonna shut. Yeah. We're gonna get on the floor. Shit was gonna go wrong. We wouldn't be able to get this done. And at like five in the morning, I'm going, oh my, well, I, thank God that was a dream because I knew it was gonna turn out good. Anyway, let me ask you this. Um, so let's get into some meat and potatoes. Technical analysis, right? You talked about technical analysis. Um, what are some of your favorite indicators? And what is your overall thoughts on technical analysis? Because a lot of times people say that technical analysis is overrated. Or some people only use technical analysis. So what's your thoughts on technical analysis and how do you use technical analysis? Okay, so at this point I need to call on my partner, David Green. So I'm the motivator and the motor moderator and motivator in chief. David Green, who I met here in 1985, uh, who's my mentor, my friend, my teacher, 
is a master technical analyst. He's my partner in Wall Street Global Trading Academy. He's taught tens of thousands of people over the years. He runs a live chat room called The Green Room Live. He, he's the analyst. He's taught me everything. So I'm not an anal a technical analyst. He is, and he's my teacher. My, he's my go-to. And so a lot of, look, we didn't invent it. A lot of people use it. Some people like it. Some people don't. Some people fill their screens you know, with so many different yeah, signals yeah. that it looks like air traffic control on 9-11, right? <laughs> and that's not going to help anybody out. So, and people ask us, why does David use what he uses? Because it works. Okay, that's what you want to know. You want to go to someone who's doing it successfully and say, I want to do what you're doing. How do you teach me how to do it? What do I do? So what we do is we use the EMAs, the exponential moving averages. Everyone uses different ones. We use the nine the 15, the 30, the 65, and the 200. The 200 is the wall of China, right? The farther away you use a moving average, the stronger the indicator is that the stock is going to stop going down and start going up or stop going up and go down. We use what's called pivot points. I don't need to go into the explanation. If you use Thinkorswim or any of the other platforms, a pivot point is a, is a formula. It's a, it's a, it's a formula that, that's figured out. It's way beyond me. I'm not, I know I look like Einstein. I'm not that freaking smart. Okay? And then we use the RSI, which is the Relative Strength Index. That signifies overbought or oversold conditions. Mm -hmm. Then we teach about five particular trades in the, that we use for technical analysis. So there's a trend trade. Sorry, there's a trend trade. What's a trend trade? The trend is your friend. It's an old Wall Street adage. It's when a stock is going up like this. But that's not enough of a reason to get into a trend. A trend, a trend trade, there are rules for each of these trades. Trend trade, moving average trade, far from moving average trade, double top, double bottom, and a swing trade. Those are the, we want to keep it simple. That's all you need. Right? This isn't hard. It's, it's hard, but it, it's simple. Simple, yeah. And, and difficult. If to do it correctly. It's everything. It's everything. Okay? So those are the five trades. And each trade has a criteria that is necessary to be fulfilled to get into the trade. As I said, hope and FOMO are not uh, reasons to get into a trade. Uncle Herbie telling you to buy it is not an excuse. Watching Wall Street bets and Reddit, that train's left the station. There are a million of pump and dumpers out there. Yeah. Jordan Balford used to work right out of this place. Still a criminal, always a criminal. <laughs> Tell him to call me if he's got a problem with that. Okay? Uh, all the smoke, all the smoke. All yeah, the smoke. He hasn't even paid back. He paid back 30 million to 300 million he stole. Anyway, end of that story. Uh, everyone's, in, everyone's entitled to a second chance. Pay your money back, you can talk to me. Anyway, okay. So I like Peter. those are the trades. Now, it's super important that each trade, so you can't have one criteria fulfilled. The market, the dynamics of the market are fascinating. This market goes up and down a thousand points. We can be in a, a, a bear market used to be generational. It took 25 years yeah. for a bull or a bear market. Last, two weeks ago, at 11 in the morning, we were in bear market. And at three in the afternoon, we were in a bull market. Right? Okay. Well, that's insane. The terminology must be reevaluated. Right? You can't have a market that's down 1,800 points at noon, up 1,000 points at four, and think you can use terminology that was used in the 30s and 40s. That's why I keep saying I got the no recession special going on, because the components of a recession involve the labor force, massive layoffs. Right? I know the media loves to pump stories to get people all wrapped up and stuff. I'm, not a, I'm a cup half full person. I want to empower people to be confident and not scare the shit out of people. Yeah. Okay, so those are the technical analysis trades. There are criteria for each one of those trades, right? So a trend trade, 
just for an example, if you need to understand more, we can go we can go into depth. The course is really fun. It's accessible. It's nine, uh, 21 videos, nine hours. It teaches you everything. You don't need, you can know nothing from a stock to a stock to a stock. You can learn how to trade the market, but you need to follow the rules. You have to realize the psychology of trading is is devastating, right? You're always thinking you got diamond hands, it's gotta go up, it can't go down anymore. I mean, the things that, the mistakes people make are all the same, okay? A trend trade, fascinating trade. So you think, oh, it's going up, it's, well, I gotta just buy it because it's going up. Not necessarily because the stock can turn and go down just as quick as it goes up. Yeah. A trend trade, definition of a trend trade, is when a stock is going up and it pulls back to the nine or the 15 EMA, you're a technician, so it's gotta pull back to a level of support goes to the 9 or the 15, you buy it and it's going to continue to go up. And you stay in that trade until the trend breaks. You use stop orders every time you get into a trade. Okay? A moving average trade is another kind of a trade. A swing, a far from moving average trade is when a stock's gone, is it $2 from the last moving average? It's gone up three days in a row and it has an RSI of 20 or 80. All three criteria must be reached. Okay? If not, it just if it's up three days in a row, that doesn't mean there's a trade because the RSI has to be above 80 or below 20. Mm -hmm. It can go up another three days without the RSI. And you started selling it there on a reversal swing trade and you're gonna be $9 out of the money before yeah. you get into the trade. So that's just an example of technical. Technical analysis is the history of charting to try and identify the way stocks have moved historically. All the more important in a market where a stock can go up. Look at what we see here these days. Earnings come out. Earnings were great. Stock goes down $50. Yeah. <laughs> Earnings were good. Guidance was good. It goes down $50, right? It goes up 20 and down 50. I mean, that risk portfolio, that volatility, you know, I don't know. Most people's risk profile is not a $50 move in a stock. So you need to understand that in a market that goes up and down thousands of points, risk management, money management, order management. Absolutely. You, Talk about everyone that can get into a stock. Yeah. Everybody can get a buy order. It's a matter of what you do once you're in the buy order. You get into a buy order or a short order, you put in a stop order down or up 1%. Mm. The minute you make 50 cents on that trade, and I know people think, oh, I wanna buy, I wanna make a dollar, I wanna make $5. Greed kills. It's greed will kill you. Greed kills. I know Gordon Gecko said greed is good. In this market, <laughs> greed will kill you. So you have to understand the psychology is super important. There's nobody in that trading room telling you what to do. So what we teach, the psychology of trading is the most important part of day trading to be successful. Because we are all the same. I make the same mistake all the time. Look at that. I'm a freaking genius. I got diamond hands. It can't go down. Ah! Right? You buy a stock or you short a stock because technical analysis told you to do it. There's only one reason to buy a stock. Price action and technical analysis told you to do it. Yep. Right? It isn't because any other reason. There are nine reasons. <laughs> you know, there are a thousand reasons not to. Right? There are a thousand mistakes. There's nine reasons why you shouldn't or buy it or short it. One reason too, because it sets up technically. Why do you think people won't follow rules even though clearly there's tons of articles, tons of videos about following a rule set? Why do you think people tend to deviate and break it? You know, it? because that's our, I think it's our human nature. There's something sexy about it. They like, uh, they like being jaywalkers. Everybody tests the boundaries in the line. We do it in our lives, our relationships, uh, in everything we do, yeah. in business. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we got our primary purpose here is to talk about day trading. Right? So day trading is trying to make small bits of money over and over again every day so that we can make money every week, every month. You can't make 100, 100, 100, lose 5,000. Yeah. It's not sustainable. Yeah. So the point is there's a way to do this successfully and there are nine ways to do it 
unsuccessfully. Unfortunately, why are we here today? And why have I taken it as my, because we have 40 million new people at the party. Yeah. They've never drank tequila before. Come on. They think it's water. Come on. One shot, two shot looks like feels good. good. Nine shots, you're out in the corner smoking lucky, throw it up. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I'm gonna try it. I was yeah. Wondering. Yeah. yeah, just really quickly, because you talked about technical analysis. Uh, David Green, David the Green, best right. technical analyst. Green Room Live. Whether you're doing technical, fundamental, finding trends, even some people, like you said, using Wall Street bets, people are trying to find an edge. And so I want to talk to you about the history of finding edges, because you spoke to us about how in the 80s people were getting edges and how we now do it. So can you talk to us about that a little bit? Sure. Well, we were in the room, in the room where it happened, floor of the New York Stock Exchange, main room, and it was an honor to have you gentlemen there with me. It's a historic room, guys, right? 1903. Right? The ceiling's all gold. It's the most amazing place. This runs the finance of the world. Yeah. Right? Everything in there, everything you're wearing and using and whatnot is being traded in there. Started in a garage, now it's a stock. The consumers get to buy and sell, creating earnings in the stock. So, in the old days, before, I know many people are young, they don't know what it was like before a cell phone. They don't know what it was like before the internet. They don't know what it was like before all that stuff. Things were done on paper. Okay, it was face to face. You used to have one phone at home. If you weren't there to catch the call, you missed it. There wasn't even an answering machine, right? So the whole relationship that we had with people and inf so information, information's gold, right? And it's a matter what you do with the information, right? Information is key. Where, where, who's got the good shit? How do I know? Is he legitimate? Is he, is he a viable source? Right? Right? I mean, we know how we can get in trouble. It's good for, for one and two, and then we get in trouble with the big one. Anyway. In the old days, to get, so the edge, the edge is information, right? When you're trading stock, stocks go up and go down depending on supply and demand, but they go up on news and information. Why does the stock go up? Well, Nike just came out with a new sneaker. It got endorsed by LeBron James, and it's going wild selling it in Soho. Uh, why is the stock going down? Uh, because COVID came. No one's getting on planes anymore. Everyone's short an American airline uh, or whatever. Okay, so back in the old days, how do you get an edge? You want to be the first one on the train. Right? Because we don't know how long the train's going to be running in the station, and then it's gone. Yeah. Right? So if you want to be in the room where it happened, you got to be information's gold. Right? Remember that old Wall Street movie, right? Gordon Gecko gets Martin Sheehan, right? Who was actually his guru, called Dennis Levine, right? Gordon Gecko kept saying, he was Ivan Bosky, kept saying he was having premonitions in his sleep, people talking through his pillow, that you got to buy, uh, you know, Reynolds. Well, it turned out some... He had a plant somewhere I was telling him the news. Mm. Information is gold in markets, always has been. Now we do it through technology, but in the old days, what you're referencing is, so when, when I was a broker in the beginning of my time, we were in the Iraq war. Back in the day, when there would be an FDA trial going on for FDA approval of a drug, when there was going to be a case that would impact the earnings or the profitability of a company, brokers, brokerage houses, the Goldman's and Morgan's, brokers here on the floor would have people in the room where the information was being released. Mm. They wanted to be the first guy to get the news. Yep. Now, we just sit at home and get a flash on our phone, right. so that it's a race to the news, and now kind of a race to the bottom, right? But um, back in the day, the Iraqi war had just come out, and I got an order from a, from a client, and he called me down and he said, go buy a million shares of Harsco. And I said, what are you talking about? Market's going down. We're in the middle of a confrontation. Uh, you know, things look shaky in Iraq. Market's in trouble. He says, I didn't ask your opinion. I just said, go buy a million shares of Hosco. So I didn't know what Hosco was. I go running in and I just start buying it like crazy. Well, it turned out that he had gotten the word that the U.S. had attacked Iraq on, I think, what it was called, fire and doom. 
whatever, what did, what did the President Bush called it, shock and awe attack that night. Yeah. And Hosko made tanks, right? So he wanted, he knew, so everybody thinks different. They're big thinkers. Yeah. Some people see information. It's a matter of sourcing your information for your benefit. He saw a war happen. Now, I know people have benefited from wars and benefit things that may be not the right thing. He saw an opportunity. He's trading people's money. He's got to do the best for his shareholders. So he saw, we're going to be in a war. They're going to be buying tanks. Yeah. I'm going to go buy some tank company. Right? So he went out and bought Husker. There you go. You, no, we good? Yeah. yeah, I got you. I know you did. Oh, so I was, I got something that this is kind of a two-part question. Um, one of the things I hear you often talk about is I'm listening to you like you understand who you are as a trader, right? And I think sometimes people can get lost in that. Like they can listen to so many different people and they never anchor to who they are as a trader. So I, I hear you always talk about your trading identity. That's what I like to call it. Oh, your investor identity. Um, can you talk about that for, for a second? Okay, 100%. So what ended up happening with the the internet and with the recent the last couple of years in the marketplace uh, everybody thinks this is a get rich quick scheme everybody wants the quick fix I have people who call me and go so what you know on, on social media on DM yeah you know DM you what, what stock should I buy right and I can't give, recommend stocks I can't recommend investing that's not what I do what I want to do is I want to put the I want to give you a toolbox fill it with tools Right? So that you can make the decisions yourself. That's one of the great things about this game, which you guys have figured out too. You've gotten your toolboxes, you've filled them with tools, right? And then you teach people what to do it. You don't tell, oh, you know, that's a very quick fix, right? You know that old thing, if you're hungry, I can give you a fish or I can teach you how to fish. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's the name of the game here. So if you want me to tell you that, that Alibaba is going up because things in China are different, you want to make a quick hundred dollars, that's not me. That's not who I am. There are a hundred people out there in a naked city. You can pay them $7.99 a month. They'll give you, they'll give you all the stock picks you want. When you're buying it, they're selling it. It's classic pump and dump. But and some people, some people, I don't want to hear your education shit. I don't want to. I don't want to spend time learning and investing me in me as a, as a student of the market. I just want. I want to make a hundred bucks. I said, how short-sighted is that? How silly is that? We have this amazing thing. First of all, it's the most wild branding advertising mecca in the world. It is an opportunity that any. Tom, Dick, or Harry can go out there and make some money and learn the game, right? It can, you can create, you guys. You guys are changing the world one trader at a time, teaching them how to invest in themselves and create generational wealth for their family. Change the narrative, yeah. right? Disrupt the shit, right? If I just tell you to go buy Shopify because I, I have inside information, you're going to buy it. You probably won't sell it when you should. Yeah. And then you're going to call me, oh, yeah, yeah, you gave me bad info. Yeah. But if I tell you how to understand when Shopify will be a good buy, mm. then you're going to call me and go, hey, Einstein, I think Shopify is a good buy here. That's what I want. Yeah. I want that give back to me. You learn. I have people who call me and David Green who come in our course. We do a live Q&A with all our students. We don't just sell you a course. We do a live Q&A, we mentor you, coach you for life. Because this is an easy shit, right? You, you're very easily gonna go back to your own path, right? Oh yeah, it's good, 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 good. I'm going back to mine and you lose all your freaking money. We have people who came to us who were losing money. Hammer, I had a guy like two weeks ago, I'm gonna say his name is Robert Shapiro. He met, through, met, met us through, uh, an Irish kid. He met us through um, Option Swing, another good, another good organization. He's in the trap, maybe. So he was, he has a, he's a wealthy guy. He was trading the market. He did not know technical analysis. 
He was swinging around 1,000, 2,000, 5,000 share positions, and he was losing money time and time again. He did not know the definition of insanity going back to the well, trying the same act, and losing over and over. He found us. He went out, he bought the course, he joined the Q&A, he did the boot camp. You know people, I met people who, who came to you, they got that, that taste of blood in the streets, yeah. and they said, oh my God, you can teach me. There are people who are never gonna get it. Yeah, They're yeah. gonna be haters. They're gonna go out and eat your shit. Not the just haters. Get, right, the haters. <laughs> <laughs> Screw the haters. Um, and then they're gonna people who get it. Wow, I can learn something that's gonna change my life and my family? Well, thank you. Yeah. All I need is a thank you. Right. I don't need, don't send me a, a box of fruitcake from the Omaha. I don't need it. I just need a thank you right. that I changed your life. So we have people, Robert, call, he was on the Q&A on Thursday, he goes, we did a webinar and he went on to tell the 400 people that we were talking to for free on a free live emergency webinar after the market crash was, these people have changed my life. I, the first thing I want to teach you is to stop losing money. Yep. Most people out there trading are losing money. Yeah, I'm sure you're, you've got your guys yeah. who have joined you but don't listen to you yet. Yeah. They haven't figured it out. They use 80% 80 of their mind and 20 until they get the picture, they get the message, they have the spiritual awakening, right? And go, oh, I don't have to lose money anymore. You'd be amazed at how many people just keep throwing good money after bad. It's like when you go out there and you buy something and it's bad shit, right? The blue caps, the black caps, it's bad. You keep going back to the guy, same guy. Is it good this time? It's good. <laughs> this time it's good. No, Let me ask you this. Um, <clears throat> Walk us through a day in, in the life of, of you. Okay. you. You talked about, I think it was Tuesday, when you guys had a good day by shorting. Right. So like for some perspective for people that's, that's watching that may never know how the inside works, how a broker works on the inside. Can you kind of walk us, maybe that, that day that you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so I've been trading for, I've been a tra actually I had a seat on the exchange for 34 years. I worked for a company in there called Trademoss Securities. I work with my son, one of the greatest gifts in the world. He's 28 years old. And that's just a joy, right, family? We know family is the greatest thing in the world. I wake up in the morning and uh, probably around 7.30. Uh, it's clear I probably have a couple of coffees, although I didn't have that many today. That. This is natural. Uh, 14 espressos, it's not a big deal. <laughs> and then I take a nap. No, so I get up in the morning and I just, I, 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 I'm not a big, um, I try to avail myself of as much information that's out there. Actually, I use a wonderful newsletter called Exact Sum, which is an amazing thing. Yeah, it cool. breaks down the market. Mm -hmm. A guy named Liquidity, right? Mm -hmm. um, who's anonymous, by the way. Uh, he was one of the big disruptors during, uh, but he's an amazing man. There, look, we're, you started to ask me about what it was like sourcing, being uh, at the, above the edge back in the day. Now, you need to be above the edge even more. Yeah. You need to avail yourself of all the information. You don't trade proactively on it. You hear earnings are gonna be good, you buy the stock. Mistake. You let the information come out and then you trade off technical and price action. Okay, so in my day, I avail myself of what's going on in the market. Where was it trading overnight? I try to understand what's really coming out today. Economic news is super important. You go to Market Watch, you can source what economic information's yeah. coming out. PPI, CPI, CPE, all that's important. I don't react to it. I don't proactively trade in. I'm not an anticipatory trader. Yes. I let stuff come out because this market can, look, it's an amazing market. Like we said, earnings can be killer. Stock goes down $50. I don't know what the big guys are doing. I'm just a bozo on the bus here, trying to you know, make a little money and inspire and motivate people. So I get up in the morning, I get my stuff going. I sort of focus and center myself. I wear the same, I clean them, but I wear the same outfit every day. It gives me comfort. comfort. Yeah. 
right? As in years back, I had a, a uniform. Now this is my post-COVID new uniform, right? I was going to wear it. I have my NFT. I have an NFT on the back. We'll talk about it later. So I have a uniform that gives me some sort of a spiritual strength in my day. And I know I'm about to embark. Sorry. Embark. I know I'm about to embark on something special and good. That's one of my motivators. I know in my day. So I come down to the exchange right in the morning. We get down there. I look at my. So we're as a broker. I have access to order flow that comes into the New York Stock Exchange. Every broker down there has this information. I can track. 3,800 stocks and see how many shares there are to buy and sell, or I can track the S&P 500, which is what I do. That's my sweet spot. And I will try and understand where the S&P is trading away and try and navigate a little bit of arbitrage to make a judgment call for a trade in the morning. Market opens, usually we, we sort of get a sense of where the market's going on the day, and then I start to go out and I try to, I do an Instagram live, I go out and try and inspire people to get, get into the market. I do some educational stuff. I'll get on a webinar with Florida State University, talk to 600 young students who are studying finance. I do all that kind of stuff, probably about three or four hours. And then at 1.30, I get back into the market, okay? So at 1.30, I'm able to walk around the floor and find out what the interest is, public interest order flow for the close. As I described to you, if I am an institution and I have a million shares to buy in a market that goes up and down like this, I'm sure it's doing that while we're out here, I'll buy 200,000 in the opening, 400,000 in an algo from 10 to 2, and then I'll buy 400,000 on the close. Me, I will get access to that information, not inside information, just information for what's going on on the close, and I will track it. It's a little more complicated than we can figure out, uh, talk about now. So then I spend the next two hours trying to predict what the market's going to do from two to four. I'm a day trader. I'm in and out of the market between, my longest trade is two hours. That's just what I do now. It wasn't always the way I traded. That's what I've done now. That's where I find value for my customers. And then, so at four o'clock, I start getting into stocks, buying and shorting them from two o'clock to 3.50. We are on there, we have a team putting together a spreadsheet to try and analyze what's going on. And then at four o'clock, everything I bought, I sell, everything I shorted, I buy. I close a business, I'm flat, because I know holding a stock overnight is a dangerous thing yeah, so in this market, and done for business. Then what do I do? I probably go and do an IG Live, speak to a couple thousand people, <laughs> I do a live webinar to inspire some more people, and I do some Q&A to teach more people. That's my day. So we actually witnessed something pretty rare today. We actually got to see a company IPO. And so I know that's something you've seen plenty of times throughout the 37 years. Um, so what happens during an IPO, right? Because the company has a suggested price for the stock, but retail investors, they can't trade it until a certain time. So what's happening in between the time where the bell opens, the company's now IPO, to the point where retail investors can now invest? Now, okay. So an IPO, right? Companies start, they have some value. They start whether they start with a, they have their uh, employees, they issue shares if it's a corporation, and they start doing what they do. Apple started in a, in a garage, a Microsoft as well. Other companies start, they grow, they start having value. They said, you know what? This is something we have enough of a product or a company or something that we believe is of value to the public, and we'd like to bring it to the public to put their valuation and get involved on it. Right in this room is five, 4,800 stocks, Home Depot, Cat Tractor, uh, Snapchat, Twitter, Shake Shack, MSG. Everything that you consume, everything you're involved in on a day-to-day -day basis, things you consume, things you use, uh, airlines you fly on, trains you take, they're all public traded companies. They started as an idea, they grew, came to here to be public over the last hundred and something years. Okay, so today, this is a company called 
Core Bridge Financial. It's a finance company. They've obviously spent the last two years deciding we want to come to market, we want to go public, we want to give the public an opportunity to invest in our story. They have a story to tell. Every company does. Whether it's a sneaker line, a computer company, or whatever they do, they have a story to tell. We're here to help them tell that story. Bringing the stock and the company to the public opens that, blows up that footprint, right? It brings, and we talked about that, it brings the platform up to the next level. Like now you all will show your loyalty to me for using my product and being part of my, you're now part of my story. Everybody who owns a share of stocks part of that family. How cool is that? People don't understand that, right? That's why I say investing in stocks, not stuff. Yeah. You know what, if you're, if you're a, uh, um, we're trying to build an app where you can uh, round, it's a roundup app where you are, you go buy a Starbucks cup of coffee for $3.05. You round up to $4. Now we have a bunch of apps that you know will send that 95 cents to the market, but what we wanted to try and do is send that 95 cents by yourself Starbucks stock, mm -hmm. so that if you're a buyer of Starbucks, you want to have a piece of the game, skin in the game, right? So that's kind of a fun idea. These guys went public today. They, I'm sure they haven't even opened yet, so they're bringing it to the market. Last night they went around. Over the last couple of months they went on a roadshow. They told their story to the investment community. There were people interested, some people weren't interested. Some people said, I'm interested, I don't get it yet. Some people said, when you go public, I wanna buy in. Last night, they priced the stock at $21, depending on the supply and demand within the investment community. They went to Wells Fargo, high wealth people. You know, at this point, when the world of IPOs, the only people who get offered stock on the deal are kind of that super, not even the 1%, the 1% of the 1%. So those people were offered 80 million shares. They got their allocation this morning. They come here, we price the stock. Price discovery is one of the greatest things that the NYSE do better than NASDAQ, better than anyone, is the pricing mechanism of an IPO. An IPO is a company going public. We're basically building the CRBG building. We're laying the, 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 the bricks. We're putting in the mortar. We want to build an amazing building. So where the stock opens today, well, and how it opens, and the price it opens, will affect the way it trades the rest of its life. If I use shoddy materials, and I use a shitty contractor, and I don't use the right kind of bricks, the building will fall, right? We know that in anything you do, right? You buy cheap stuff. My mother always said, spend more on good suits, good shoes, look good, shine your shoes, shine your shoes. Everyone looks at your shoes. Everyone looks at your shoes first, right? Tony's shoes, shine every day. You can see yourself in his shoes. My mother said, shine. Everyone looks at your shoes. Thank you. Thanks. So we're building the core bridge building today. They will price the stock and open it where the supply and demand of interest comes in. There will be, re so a retail trader involved in an IPO will not be able to get it on the upside. They will get it when the spiral opens here in New York. Mm -hmm. My son is in there. We're gonna be buying stock for a trade, hopefully, depending on where it opens, uh, in the sec what's called the secondary market. Right. The primary market is the inside market of the people who are allocated stock. That's sort of an elite that I'm not even a part of. I, all right, uh, forget about it. Forget about, <laughs> forget about it. it, forget about it. Um, but if a retail trader likes a company, likes the story, and wants to get involved on the IPO, you can do that. You can call your broker or put in an order on the IPO. When it goes public here in New York, any retail trader can get involved. Quick question for you. What's the biggest amount of money you made on the trade? What was the risk to reward ratio that you used? And what was the catalyst for that trade to go in your favor? You know what, I can't really answer that. So you know I don't invest in the market myself. 
I don't track what the customer makes on a trade because I don't participate in the P&L. As a broker, I am a commission broker. I trade stock and I'm paid a mill rate per share of what I trade. So I could get a sense on our successful days, right? Like uh, Tuesday was a very successful day, right? So I would imagine they invested many tens of millions of dollars on the trade. We were making a prediction that the market was going to go short, not on opinion, because the numbers in my model told us that we, the market should be going down. And we shorted the market. And as the dollar value of the amount of income coming into the market was bigger, we got shorter. And the market happened to implode. Yeah. We were on the right side of that implosion. And we made a lot of money. That's the best I can do. Um, you know, my... It's a hard question. We don't really base our our trading is based on these on these target numbers that I uh, on the alerts, right? If there's a billion to sell, we are short. If there's two billion to sell, we are shorter. If the number ch changes goes down to five hundred million, you have to realize that if there's a billion to sell, that means that there is there are buyers around, but they haven't come in yet, or maybe there are no buyers right now, right? So um, that number can change. The, the number of the imbalance dollar value of coming into the market changes every five seconds. So I am always at the risk of the market. So that two billion never got smaller on Tuesday. Okay. So I stayed short from two and covered at four and it was a very successful trade. Yesterday, we were short into the market. There was probably a billion for sale. And then as then the market went our way, yeah. but then if you'll notice, anyone watching the S&P yesterday, you'll notice the market complete hit a technical level on yeah. top of it. Yeah. The, the dollar value of the sell side pared down to actually 200 million from a billion. That means things are flipping. We covered our position and flipped it long and went long and were able to participate on the way up. It doesn't always happen. We don't make money every day by any means. We are at the risk of the market. We've had probably just a few more winning days than losing days, right? That's day trading. We don't win every time. But what you add, look, probability, it's a probability game. Absolutely. If you win 51% of the time and you do it enough and you're involved in every trade, you'll be successful. So um, I heard you talk about order flow. Right. I know a lot of people don't know about what that is. Could you explain that? But also talk about Alibaba was one of the most successful IPOs of all time. What made that so special? Okay. So, you know, we put on a wonderful show here. Right. Uh, when a company goes public, that's something they've lived their whole life to do. That's really that's going on stage. Right. You've, you guys have done right. Think about all the work you guys did. You didn't just suddenly become successful. Right. You paid your dues all the way up. Right. But when you finally get up and you go on stage. Right. I remember when I saw you in Brooklyn. Right. Those are those are our milestones. <laughs> those are pivotal moments. You've had them right. InvestFest. Forget about it. Right. Can you imagine? I mean, we watch that. The, the list. I couldn't even get in the middle of that list. <laughs> I, I thought maybe I'd be the next Josh Brown on that one. I'm going for the next invite. But so that didn't happen by accident. You paid your dues along the way. These guys have too. I'm sure they've had bumps in the road on their way to this, right? What was your question? Uh, about order flow and what made Alibaba okay, great. so successful. Right, so a company is has a story and a company has a CEO and and it has its team shout out to Jack Ma shout out to Jack Ma now does everyone know Jack Ma's story talk about it Jack Ma's story is a man who had 10 ideas right and he couldn't even get $5000 to lend people to lend him 5 grand 
to, to tell his story. And he got knocked down 10 times. He went to the well. I got an idea. You're nobody. I got his parents said, you're going to be a nobody, right? He tried and never. It's not a matter how many times you get knocked down. It's that time you get back up and it works, right? Right? You can walk in any door, right? Don't tell anybody. You walk in any CEO's door, knock on it. Worst thing they're going to do is say, see you later, right? Chances are they may not do that. So Jack Ma, his story is amazing to think about a young man from China, right, who had, who tried and tried and tried and got knocked. If he had given up, any of those 10 times, you wouldn't have Alibaba right now. It's a little bit struggling. Turned out to be the greatest e-commerce company in the world. Absolutely. It was the largest IPO in history. Not 298 million shares. I stood next to him. He's just like me, three foot five. Same height, man. <laughs> short and sexy, right? <laughs> Not tall, dark, and handsome. Come on, man. Forget about it. Uh, giddy up. Um, so he was an amazing man. He had a story, right? He had a journey. He got there, right? He got to the finish line, right? It wasn't the end, but it was the finish line for him. So it took all of those things, that, that, the journey, right? This is not a, it's not a, a sprint. It's a marathon, right? It's a marathon to create China's largest e-commerce company. We don't, whether the politics, whatever you want to care about, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about people. We're talking about a story. We're talking about a journey in a company, right? And that was one of the greatest things. I mean, you can't, look, to be in the room where that happened, there were thousands of people there. The IPO was unbelievable. I don't remember where we, we opened at 67, went to 167, or we opened, I don't even remember. The enthusiasm, I mean, that was, that was way before COVID. That was way before Amazon really was what it was. I mean, it was e-commerce at its best. I mean, it's with the, one of the global, largest global companies. Not now. It's a $90. Chinese stocks have taken a hit. But however, so it's a, it's a people game, a human thing, and a story. Good, good. You talk about order flow. Okay, order flow. No, no. So order flow, right? So the New York Stock Exchange, in the old days, we did 80% of the volume of the world. There were only a few places you could go to trade stock, right? There was the Pacific Exchange, the Midwest Exchange, used to be owned by Bernie Madoff. We're not going to talk about that now. That was before he was a bad guy. Um, and then there was, you know, the London Exchange, Amsterdam. Amsterdam, shout out to the Amsterdam Stock Exchange, 1678, the oldest exchange in the world. That's where it all started, before the tulip craze. Anyway, everyone should learn that story, too, about bubbles. <laughs> right? Uh, so the public institutions, high-wealth people put in order flow to buy and sell stocks every day. Those order flows, whether they end up somewhere at the point of execution where stocks are bought and sold. We used to do 80% of it. The orders would come down from above. They would be called in. A broker would take it to the post. You guys met Glenn at GTS. He was a market maker. He'd put the orders and the buyers and sellers together. He'd put the order flow together and consummate a trade, right? The point of execution. Yeah. That was orders coming from all over the world. Goldman Sachs down the street, Goldman Sachs in Singapore, Morgan Stanley, JP Morgan, you know, Warren Buffett, eh, uh, Steve, uh, uh, Bill Ackman, it doesn't matter. They create order flow determined on fundamentals and technicals. They send an order into the system. The system finds its way to the New York Stock Exchange. That's order flow. Now, there are people who trade on fundamentals, trade on technicals. People like to see who the, what the whales are doing. What, what are the smart money doing? Some people trade off of that. I'm not a big fan of it because by the time you hear about the fact that Warren Buffett just took a 9% stake in Oxy, people who are, don't have experience think, oh, he's about to go buy 9% Oxy, I better go buy it. Well, by the time you hear about it, he bought it three months ago. So don't go run into a stock because 
net net overall, Warren is a great trader, and probably down the line it'll probably be a great investment. But that's not a reason to buy a stock. That's order flow. Order flow is order flow from everywhere else that trickles down to the point of execution, whether it's at the farmer's market on 14th, whether it's here on the New York Stock Exchange. Peter, it's been a powerful conversation. It's been a powerful day. We want to thank you for bringing us in. And before we wrap, anything that you want to tell the people? Hey, I do. I do. I do. I do. Um, <laughs> you got about an hour? An hour? <laughs> um, first of all, you know, to have you guys here, for me, is the greatest honor in the world, right? You guys, are, you guys are changing people's lives. And if you don't all know who these people are, right, I'm just a bozo on the bus. This is Earn Your Leisure. This is Wall Street Trapper. This is the Master Investor. They educate and teach and empower millions of people around the world. These are the four most powerful men educating the black and brown community and everybody about financial literacy, about investing in your future, about generational wealth. They could be sitting at home drinking Coca Locos, counting their money, but they're not. They're out on the street every day, pounding the pavement, teaching everybody what the hell's going on, about investing in your future, changing the narrative, disrupting the shit. Not just going out there and post pictures of Bugattis and 10,000 packs of 10,000. That ain't worth shit. If you're posting those pictures, you don't have it. Just so you know. Right? So that's what it's about. We're here for a good time, not a long time. We're here to empower everybody. It's not, it's not about who... Hey, it's not about, it's not about who dies with the most toys. That doesn't mean shit. It's about how many lives can you impact when you're here. We have an amazing platform, million followers, million followers, multiple million followers all over the world. They just did Invest Fest in Atlanta. Every celebrity in the goddamn world was there. 50,000 people paid to hear them. They're going to, they're going to London to talk. This gentleman has a million followers on social media. He teaches tens of thousands every day. This man has a, a market show, the master investor Ian Dunlap, groundbreaking shit going on here, right? There are a lot of people out there doing shit that are that's not that meaningful. They're all flashy and stuff. These people are changing people's lives. Yvette, call out to Yvette, right? One of the greatest ladies on the stock exchange, right? I've known her for 37 years. One of the greats. She, she makes the mechanism work at the NYSE. Yvette, I love you. So look, you can go on your life and do stuff, right? For me, it's a matter of how many people you can impact in your life in a positive way. Toys and money are fun, but they're not that friggin' important. At the end of the day, it's helpful, right? What did, what did Jordan Balfour say? I've been rich and I've been poor and being rich is better, right? <laughs> but screw Jordan Balfour one more time. But look, at the end of the day, it's about education. Yeah. It's about motivation. It's about inspiration. You guys... This, this wasn't handed to you, right? I mean, you should, his story, Amazing. crazy powerful, right? It's, it's gonna be a movie, whether I make it or someone else makes it. I was at home, now I gotta get all emotional as shit. Come on, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> I was at home dying from COVID, two, three hours away from being dead, and I heard this man's podcast on this gentleman's Earn Your Leisure podcast about his life in New Orleans, spending time in prison, getting inspired, finding an angel there, right, who he connected with, who told him about the real hustle called Wall Street. He turned his life around, came out, and he just do it for himself. He's now done it for a million plus people. 
as you guys have. We have a platform, right? It's a matter of what you can do for, with it, right? It's a matter of what you can do with it. That's all what it's about. It's about changing lives, inspiring people, right? And making everybody's life better. One person at a time, these gentlemen, these gentlemen, for me, this is like the, the summit. Jackson Hole, Davos, I don't give a shit. It, it, this for me is the most powerful thing in the world to be sitting with you guys. I know I've been here for a long time. I call myself a long timer, not an old timer, right? But for me to have connected to you, I don't know a lot of people in my community don't know who you guys are, right? I've taken it upon myself to I, I know. We, hey, Wall Street's starting to look like us now. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's no longer. <laughs> Wall Street's starting to look like us now. Well, what you doing November 27th? I'll be wherever you want me to be. Market Mondays in Madison Square. That is. Giddy up on that. <laughs> Let's Love. go. Anyway, Giddy so up. that's what it's about, right? If you, it's about educating, motivating, inspiring, changing a life. You think you can't do big shit? One person at a time talking to another, teaching them what you know, what you've learned, always being a student of the market and life. Always come from a loving place. Kindness is free. Holy shit! Kindness is free, right? And that will get you everywhere. Please sit up. Johnny O, give me a fiber. Johnny O, the greatest, baby. Shout out to Johnny O at GTS. Um, so that's it. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Market Mondays, New York Wall, New York Stock Exchange, Wall Street Trapper, Ian Dunlap, and of course the Einstein of Wall Street. You're all invited to Madison Square Garden on 11:27, a night to remember. And we're headed to London. We're headed to London. Headed to London. Yes. Royal right? Albert Hall. Thousand. Royal Albert. You know what? Can Tell you the significance Let's of Royal Albert Hall. Let's talk about that for a minute. Yeah, happy. Talk about it. Royal Albert Hall. Look at these gentlemen. Right? There were, there were barriers to entry in this market for people of color for 120 years. Right? You, you couldn't be in this market. You weren't in this market. Your family wasn't involved in this market. I'm just going to get real for a second. Right? I'm white. You're black. Right? Just for a second. Right? Let's be clear what's going on here. Right? We're in 2022. There's some crazy racist shit going on around here still to this day. Right? There are only a couple of brothers in there. I'm going to change that, but that's another story. But at the end of the day, you guys did not come from my background. Everyone's got to do what they can do with their background to change other people's story. To, and change, to tell their story. You have your ancestors who went through what they did, as did mine. I'm alive today to tell my family's story. You guys were not handed anything. You're here to change that narrative. You talk about it all the time. Right? This was not handed to you. In fact, there was every barrier in the world to make this not your story or your trajectory. Any of you, people of color in this industry, and as a woman too, Christy, there are no women, no people of color in this industry. That's got to change. It's going to change. It's changing because of you. You guys are Royal Albert Hall. Are you serious? They're going to be performing there. I went and saw Trap in Brooklyn. There were a thousand people standing out in line to see him to get in. I went in. He performed on stage with my friend, with, with your friend, Mr. 500. Him. People were taking notes in the audience. They were taking notes in the audience. Right? And that's what they do when these gentlemen speak. They are dropping serious knowledge, okay, to the community to change their lives. London? We ready? No, no, no. About. Trap? 
yeah. Oh, yeah, London. But the last thing I'll say is at Royal Albert Hall, very prestigious venue in all over the world. Um, and for the first time, they're going to be doing a Jada and Styles back and forth. We're going to have Ian and Wall Street Trapper on stage together, the dynamic duo. And it's Royal be Albert Hall. You know who played there? Bars after bars. Beatles. Exactly. <laughs> the Beatles. Right. On the on the menu tonight is the Beatles. EYL trapping the master here. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The menu's changing. The menu has the menu changed. Is changing. The menu has changed. The supplement on the menu. $129. Truffles and lobsters. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> See you soon. Later, guys. Woo. All right. Legendary. It's a great conversation. Oh, that was yeah. amazing. Yeah, Thank a great you. conversation. I, I told Peter, like, shout out to him, but shout out to Peter, man. Ten years ago, I used to stand outside with 30 students. Come on. Not be able to get inside that building. Trying to figure out how I'm gonna get in every yeah. year I'm writing them, trying to get in. Yeah. So to finally get in there and then to have the CEO of the New York Stock Exchange come on. Yeah. offer us <laughs> the opportunity to come back. Give us the car. Here, come. Yeah. Yeah, full, yeah. That's 360, man. Can great. I say something? Go ahead, go ahead. Can we do a trapper, earner, panda field trip? Oh my God! Yeah, I just said it live. If y'all want that, I just said it live. Limited, fire. limited, like ten people. Limited, like yeah, 10 yeah. from each, like three people. No, no, twelve people. Let's three. figure out what we could get. Not like three. not too like many. Three, like yeah. three from each. Yep, yeah. I love it, bro. Yeah, the most dedicated. Who had the best result? The most dedicated. Yeah. We could do a whole day. Yes, Wall Street. Yeah, with a, us. A Wall Street. Then we can do like a private lunch. I like that. We might even be able to go up to the Nasdaq. Right in Thompson. That's not far. Yeah. yeah. I like that, That bro. would be fly. I, Membership I mean, has its privileges. <laughs> you heard it here. Yeah. yeah. That's fly. That's a trapper earn a panda field day. That'd be incredible. Yeah. I mean, we're hearing traders talk about 20 and 30 million <laughs> like it's $2,000. <laughs> yeah, like, you got to be, you just got to be in the room to hear that. Like, yeah. Yeah, even the foot, we couldn't film on the, on the uh, actual exchange, but it was a lot of great information. Watching yeah. that IPO. Talking about, yeah. you know, trading and yes. showing us the charts and, yes. you know, giving us the game on, on the inside, how they doing it on the inside. Yep. Guess what? All the biggest hedge funds are using technicals. Shout out Citadel. Listen, Citadel. I'm telling you. Market heavy. maker. Market maker. Yeah. Market maker. Man. That was kind of like watching a baby be delivered, man. Absolutely. Like yeah. watching that IPO. Like I'm watching it. I'm I'm looking at it. I'm like, damn, this yeah. is crazy. We looked at each other. I yeah, said, we looked at like, we, we part of this history forever. No, we, yeah. we tied to that company. Forever. Forever. I might invest in that company. What's it, Cord Cord uh Cord Corbridge. Bridge. Core Bridge. Core I might invest in that just Core not even, not even, not even as a I want this to go crazy, but just to know that. I was a part of you giving birth to that. Yeah, why? It was. Like, I watched you. We were waiting for delivery. Yeah, we <laughs> wait. We waited them go through the traumas of waiting four hours for it to go to market. Yeah, when it Come went to market, price. we literally watched it go from 2050 20, 20, 20, yeah. to twenty eighty five down yeah. to twenty thirty back up to twenty one. Yeah, we watched that whole process. Yeah. And I was like, damn, this is good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. this is good. This is, I'm watching this work happen. And let's be honest, 10 years ago, we wouldn't have even been able to do that interview. Shout out to Peter, man. Yeah, Peter, yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, Lobsters and truffle, moment. Now, that, was, that wasn't regular. That nah, was definitely, yeah. I don't that was want, not regular. I don't regular sometimes people bro. take things for granted. Granted, that was, yeah. That was 2012, they wouldn't allow us to do that. No. Yeah. Was, Security. And, and let's there. not even forget that there were only two brothers. Yeah. We met both of them. And we met both of them. Both of them. They're like, what's up? <laughs> what's up, bro? Yeah. Right? It actually did two different things, all. Yeah. yeah. So one was like more 
premium, more in his bag. The other was like learning. Yeah. yeah. Like that, so that was it was fine. Even the people that got to watch us doing that interview, yeah. it was incredible because a gentleman walked up to me, he said, I don't know who you are, but you look like me. Yeah. So mm. I just gotta know what y'all do. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because what what I just saw, he's watching us do it. He's like, I don't, this isn't normal. Who are y'all? That's yeah. crazy. And the security he, guy. Security. And he was just happened to tell me, he's like, look, I got a business in marijuana. I'm actually growing on 36 acres. Come on. Yeah, wow. take my number. Just because he walked by and saw us saw sitting it. There, yeah. saw us on that red carpet. Yo, we letting off like, we are letting off uh, uh, like uh, an aura yeah. that mm -hmm. people really feel. Like the security guy told Pete, he was like, yo, I don't know who they are, but this is amazing. Yeah. That shows you how powerful that was, that man. Good. Yeah. It's a moment in history and it's, it's very symbolic and it's important. And um, yeah, I think that that's one of these things that hopefully give hope. Like, you know, mm. absolutely, like, give hope to some people. Like, cause yeah. it's like for me, I had to get hope. I was watching... Wolf of Wall Street. I was watching yeah. Wall Street before yeah, yeah. Wall Street. I, <laughs> yeah. Wall, the Wall original Street, Wall Street. Yeah. Like yeah. The original Wall Street. Barbarians at the gate. Yeah. That was like, I was, Gordon Gecko was like my hero. Yeah. I wanted to wear a suit every day. I wanted yeah. to go to Wall Come Street. Come on, man. You know I'm saying? So, Trading like, places. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah. that was the only thing There's that I had to wrong with being green. That's the only image that I had. That's yeah. the only image that yeah. I had yeah. of, of what Wall Street was. So mm. now they could put, they could look at us and have a different reference point. We are that reference. The menu has changed. The menu has changed. Yeah. Lobsters and truffles. Lobster and truffle. That's a fact. Lobster and truffle. I love it, man. I, before we sit, I remember just the other day, Rashad, um, I made a post on a gram and you said, bro, we got a lot of history to make. Mm -hmm. That was your that was your that was your your comment on a post. You was like, love, bro, more history to make. Mm -hmm. And 26 hours later. <laughs> yeah, literally. That's, that's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. We're, yeah. we're in a historic moment. And it's again. Another amazing moment that I'm proud to be a part of, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because history may not always repeat itself, but it rhymes. And it's a good Absolutely. eight, it's a good bar right here, bro. That is <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, give me something for that. Before we wrap up, if I can get from all of you, what's like one big lesson you learned from today? Because mm. I know everybody was inspired. Yeah. I'm yeah. just the power of relationships. Like, yeah. That's that's how like this that. whole thing came about was a relationship mm -hmm. with Peter. His, he's obviously a very likable guy. Absolutely. So he has a bunch of relationships that he's made. Well, Nobody really says no to anything that, he's, that he says. And just meeting different people. like And people are willing to give you information. Yes. Like, even the first gentleman, I forgot his name, but who was trading Berkshire halfway. Um, yeah. Grant Garrett. I think so. Yeah. GTS, right? GTS, he was just yeah. like, he, mm -hmm. you know, he just he was ready. Yeah, took the glasses off. Let's go. Excited just to share. Yeah, yeah, just to share information. He was like, I could keep going. Yeah. So it's like being in the right place. Yeah. And being receptive to the information mm -hmm. and being able to process the information in real time. That's really the keys to, to life. So relationships, I always say that all the time, but I don't think people fully appreciate it. Appreciate it's they the don't. most important thing. Like yeah. relationships can get more, you more than money. We man. couldn't just the ultimate asset. There's no, you can't pay a fee to get in there. Like, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like. So it's like relationships is extremely important. Keep your relationships good yeah. and be willing to be receptive to the information because there's always yeah. somebody that knows more than what you know. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm with you on that. I, I was going to use a gentleman who uh, from GTS. What I took from him is how much more I need to learn. Mm -hmm. That's big, bro. Like I'm sitting there like yeah. he's talking. I'm catching a lot of it. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. But we're yeah. missing it I'm missing, too. Like, I'm missing yeah. it. But what was encouraging is that we saw another black gentleman who was yeah. behind him. Who was, yeah. It was his first. first he was eating like, yeah, his yeah. second day on the job. job yeah. Yeah. He was like, I know them. I, yeah. Yo, I love everything. I heard him do. when he said that. Yeah, yeah he's like, like I like yo, everything. I know them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, wow, he's watching us, but I'm watching him. I'm like, there's so much further I can go with this. Like, yeah. I need to learn that. Like, obviously, he's had 30 years of experience, yep. mm -hmm. and he's seen a shift in the economy, and he's seen mm -hmm. a shift in even how New York Stock Exchange operates. Mm -hmm. But his information, like bank, mm -hmm. is so crazy. That it was yeah. like, oh, nah, I got to study more. Yeah. I got to go further. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? 
So I think for me, it's kind of the piggyback off that, Troy. I think the biggest thing for me was learn more and put more tools in my bag. Mm-hmm. Right? So when we talked about it, we talked about if we don't, if we really see it, like we talked to three different guys that did the market three different ways. Yeah. So Peter had his way. And then the guy who we talked to from GTS did his way. But then even when I talked to Peter's son, mm-hmm. he went about it a whole nother way. way yeah. Right? And so what I what I love to say is, um, what I, I mean, not what I love to say, but what I, that was my thing from it was one, well, a combination with everybody said, Rashad, like, let's get the information because we couldn't just walk in there. Yeah. Right? Like we had, and Peter is, his relationships are so amazing. You can tell he big dog down there. Absolutely. Like, we watched Peter tell somebody, hey, yo, get out the way so we can take this picture. And people just moved out the way. Like, <laughs> he that. walks different. Yeah, right? Yeah. When we walked up the stairs, Peter made everybody stand to the side. And it was like, yo, who are they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right? So that was amazing. Um, the information, looking at that, that, that was amazing. But just seeing how deep, how many more tools we need to have in the bag to play this game. Yep. Right? Because the market will put you in so many different situations to where one tool isn't enough. Yeah. Right? So the more tools you have, it equips you, but also the long game is where the win is at. Absolutely. Not just like, Buy and hold, but looking at Peter has 35 years. Yeah, Madison Craft for a long period of time. Right. Yeah. The guy we talked to, he was like, he he's telling us how the market has changed so many times. So he's not even worrying about making money off the trade itself. Right. He's like, yeah, we making money off something else we do with the yeah, trade. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. The rebate yeah, of the trade. Adapt. Yeah, the rebate. Yeah, like, and I was what? like, yo, what? I never even thought of that. I, I was like, yeah, I gotta write, I gotta figure yeah, it out. Yeah. So I think um the longevity of playing the game yeah, yeah. for the long term. This ain't going to go nowhere. And then for, for all my people that love crypto, I just want y'all to know that the stock market isn't going anywhere. Yeah. It ain't tied going together. Anywhere. Yeah, they tied, bro. So that's what I, that was, that was my takeaway yeah. there, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> damn, you don't have the question. <laughs> oh, I, but the master I, investor? <laughs> to be honest, scale up. Mm. The number of shares they're trading, like, hey, we want to put in bid for 4.3 million shares. And I'm that like, was sick. Casually. So I'm calculating when we left. I'm calculating the short from fifty nine thousand down to mm. twenty thousand in Bitcoin back up with a certain amount of shares. I'm like, that's one point five billion in yeah. trade. Yeah. So I'm like, how does the Citadel? I'm like, mm, we yeah. get two million shares of, of a couple of things, and Ooh. now if we layer in the trades, two million on the swing, two million on the day trade, two million to hold for long term. Come on. Now we're looking at eighty ninety million dollars in a year. You thinking big? Yeah. Absolutely. Goddamn. Yeah. You got to, man. There you yeah. have. Well, well, folks. It was a pleasure. Before we leave, uh, one one last thing I wanted to say, too, about the relationship thing. So each week, I think I'm going to give a, a gym from Kaiser Soze. Okay. So last, when, when last I did the- I did the From where? Seller market, buyer market. This gentleman that we met. Well, we can't uh, mention Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'll tell hey, you. That's actually, we're going to introduce you to him. Yeah. That's cool. I told you about him. He's going to be in London. But I spoke yeah. to you. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, one thing he said, he was like, you know, he was like, I'm a short guy. He was like, you know, I don't fly first class because of the comfort. Like, I could literally sit and coach and still be comfortable. Yeah. He's like, I fly co- first class for one reason, to go to the lounge. It's a nice hat. Like, when I'm at the lounge, I'm talking to everybody. Whoa. Like, he's like, I'm talking to everybody, and I'm like, what do you do? Da, 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 da. And then he was telling us how he met a guy that was really successful on a plane. But I said to say, even yesterday, we were talking to a guy who was sitting next to Abdullah in the plane, and then we were talking to him in baggage claim, and he runs one of the largest uh, insurance companies that backs municipal bonds. Mm, oh, wow. Yeah. Bond market is so huge. huge. Oh, yeah. so, so, we about, so we were talking about the muni bonds and all that. But I say that to say, you have to find a way to be next to the right people. Absolutely. In, in that situation, it was paying first class plane tickets. Absolutely. So this brings back to the point of 
You got to invest in your education, whether it's events, courses, whatever. Just think about it. Flying first class is going to cost a lot more. Way yeah. more. Than going to an event. Yeah, yeah. That's a fact. And, like, you know what I'm saying? And buying a yeah. course. <laughs> Listen, man, I was just out here in New York with y'all. Went to L.A. We were supposed to do the thing while we are out here. I had to come right back. Yeah. I could have said, no. <laughs> I'm going to go back to Houston, see my baby. Who I miss? I ain't seen Xander in two weeks. Come on. But how many chances do you get a chance to talk to a GTS, Citadel? That's Peter, crazy. Like, mm-hmm. those are once-in-a-lifetime opportunities. And then for all of us to be there together... And I'm looking at Shadi earlier. I'm like, your brain turning. He looking like Nas and Belly. <laughs> right? I know everybody, Bray. I told Trap when we, when we was coming out the bathroom, like, bro, we got to scale up and do more. Yeah. We're thinking too small. Yeah. The, our, small. our New York audience is probably going to say, you got to pause that. Why would I say? You said when y'all was coming out the bathroom. God damn. Come on, New York. Yeah. I love y'all. I want to say something right quick, man. Shout out to Abdullah, man. <laughs> Yo, he, but I'm Paul's not going to lie, man. My guy <laughs> takes <laughs> care of me, man. When he yeah. see me, bro. <laughs> I be reaching in my pocket. He be like, got it. Trap. It's a valuable lesson. In Don't that be too. disrespectful to me and do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I got it, bro. He'd be like, trap. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Abdullah, man. Yeah. Y'all found the gym in him, bro. Uh, Superstar. Young, young in charge, but that's a lesson within itself. And it's like, I heard Rick Ross say that before. Like, if you want to, if you want to be the man, you got to take care of the current man. Mm. Take care of the star. Like, God damn. Yeah. And Abdullah, no, he it already. Yeah. That's what Is I'm that saying. the suit you got on, bro? <laughs> we gonna start doing shit in suits. <laughs> what what, what, what Jay Alexa? In order to be the master, you got to submit to a master. Well, it's like a lot of times people's That's pride it. and ego. I saw you posted that with Fat Joe. A lot of yeah. people's yep. pride and ego won't let them do that. Yeah. They mm. think that they the man. They, they, they got too much you pride. You can't be right? everybody's big homie. And, and you got to be the understudy at some point. That's a bar right yeah. there. Like, even with my parents, people like, you show so much reverence to your dad and mom. I'm like, I'm supposed to. I don't give a damn if I make $100 million a day for 50 days in a row. They still have hierarchy over me. That's a bar. Money don't make you hierarchy. No. I learned that in the street, man. Mm. In the streets, a lot of times, man, like... It can be the lamest dude that I have money. Mm-hmm. And then the dudes who you really thought was like on some gangster stuff. Yeah. They go to submit into the dude with the money. That's weak. And then you'll see a you'll see a couple other guys like myself. Or you'll be like, bro, like y'all weak. Yeah. Right? And cause the money don't make you the big homie. It's the experience, it's the knowledge, it's the leadership yeah. that makes you the big homie. Yeah. But also what happens is you start to understand that your knowledge, your leadership only can take you so far. Yep. And so the, you have to go to someone who has more information than Absolutely. you, more experience than you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you can't be big homie to that big homie yeah. because he's going to look at you like, bro, like, you haven't been where you've walked in my shoes. Chill. Mm-hmm. He'll respect you because yeah. respect is earned because you, you're, what you've been through probably precedes you. So he's probably heard of you. But you also have to go to him with the utmost respect, understanding what he's did in the game. And so even just in in what we talking about, like just understanding, like, bro, you, you can't be everybody's big homie. No. Right? At some point, you got to be the understudy. You, you got to be Daniel's son. You big homie now? You big homie status? To a few. Yeah, yeah. to a lot. To a few. To a lot. Yeah, yeah. To a few, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like seven years ago, I put, uh, he was in my car, and I put coming to age on. Mm. As I stand, one leg in my pants up with That's this. part two. The original well, right, was right, I'm about to say, don't bring me, bro. I, I played it for I him. He's like... Well, I'm, like, I'm like, yo, bro, this yeah. is our, this is gonna be our story. Mm. He's like, huh? I'm like, no, you're gonna be bleak. Yeah. I'm gonna be Jay. Come on. But I'm gonna give you everything so right. that you can be better. Now it didn't work out that way for bleak. Yeah. So if you, definitely- okay. if you Jay in my day. Oh God. Why Shadi got to be in like my story? I like the interview though. I like the story. I like the interview. Like, shout out to Dave. Shout, shout out to Dave. Shout out to Dave. Shout out to Dave. Bag drop. He was like, When I first right. heard that, that was legendary. Facts. Did they know we got, like, shout out to Dave for that, because that's part of the intro. That's what we're doing. Drop. Everything is a gem is a backdrop. Yeah. Right. That's a, that's a fact. 
So maybe I, you big homie back in the town. Shout out to Abdullah, man. I like yeah, the, yeah, I like yeah, the yeah, olive yeah, green yeah, and brown like you got like going on, bro. I like I like Real cash, real smooth. Yeah. Yeah. Olive green and brown. I like it. Yeah, they stop him now when we when we go out. Oh yeah, of course, he, he's in the places. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They know they know if he's there. It's a vibe. We can't be too far away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's in the places, man. I like he's that. Guy. And you a vibe, underboss. He's the underboss. The underboss. Listen, I like that. That's, he's I the like underboss. That. I like it's that. Coming to age, man. You know what else I like? What? Ally. Look, we got a great Boy, choice good. if you're looking to bank or invest. This is so good. It's a leading digital financial service company with passionate customer service and relentlessly focused on doing it right. For both customers and our communities, Allies giving our Market Mondays listeners and viewers a special offer on Ally.com slash EYL so that you can save, invest, and spend on the things that matter most to you. Again, that's Ally.com slash EYL. For everything we need, we're all better off with the Ally. Securities, products, and services are offered through Ally Invest Securities, LLC, a member of FINRA, SIPC. Shout out to the good folks at Ally. Warren Buffett just Shout out to Ally. Oh, he, he did? did? Yeah, yeah. Warren Buffett just Ally. Uh, Royal Albert Hall, London. We're on our way. Get your tickets. Market Mondays, MSG, we got a big announcement next week. Mm-hmm. Get your tickets now before the big announcement. Please do. <laughs> Don't play yourself. Got a few more calls to make this while I'm in New York. Reward yourself, Tom. Don't That's play yourself. Seller's market. Um, and before we leave, Trap, uh, want to let people know about Trapping Tuesdays or anything else you got going on? Say, hey, this is getting good, bro. <laughs> uh, man, yeah, man, we just pushing Trapping Tuesdays, man. I appreciate that. Um, I did something amazing. Um, I want to just, not even to make this about me, and I appreciate that, bro. Like, I just want to talk about um, being able to collaborate, man, right? And being able to put your ego to the side. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to call my brother, man, and, and I was in the wrong. I'm just keep it hunting. I was in the wrong. And my brother was like, nah, Trap, that ain't, we been doing this. We been, I was like, bro, bet. So what I did was, I was like, bro, I'm going to move my show up mm-hmm. so that people can get two back-to-back hours a game. Yeah. So, Trapping Tuesdays is amazing. Every two to seven o'clock Eastern, man. You know, just giving that Wall Street trap a flavor, man. You know what I'm saying? Talking about the markets, um, breaking things down, just the way that trap do, man. But then segueing y'all into that EYL episode. Mm-hmm. So um, I just want to tell people not even much about trap, but the brotherhood of you. You can have disagreements, but I think you don't leave the disagreements. And you have the hard conversations. Yeah. Because that silence makes things bad. Worse. That's a fact. Yeah. I asked with, with trading after dark on Tuesday. Like one time I'm like, yo, I'm putting out trading after dark at 830. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, my bad. But yeah. I'm not even thinking about the yeah. slot. I'm like, okay, they're asking for yeah. the content. So yeah. it's, it's important to make sure we have it's no communi- communication. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's any good. relationship, whether it's yeah. a marriage, whether it's a business partnership, yeah. and a lot of time people um, lose their lives over yeah, yeah, not yeah. being it, able to communicate. Exactly, they, they, in their relationships, they yeah. get divorced and yeah. a lot of things are small but yeah. can turn into something, something that's big. Especially when you don't address yeah. them early. Because if you don't, just honestly, like what if I'm on live and I'm now holding that like, man, he dropping this at this time. They know I'm doing this. <laughs> but if I don't have a call and had a conversation to get clarity, then I'm holding something that don't have yeah. to be there. Yeah. Right? But then on the other side, not saying it happened, but y'all be like, damn, why would Trap do this at this that, time? Yeah. Not, not saying it was a thing, but it could have been like, damn, Trap, you know we dropped that not this time. Yeah, yeah. And, but in my mind, I don't even know that that's, I'm, I know I know of Mark and Mondays, even though I know the EY episode, my episode did a million, a million turns on that. But I'm in my mind, I'm like, Shadi, that's on Thursday. <laughs> he like, Trap, what are you talking about? <laughs> wrong T. <tea. laughs> the wrong T. He like, yeah. Trap, what are you talking yeah. about? I'm like, 
Bro, that come on Thursdays at five o'clock. He's like, trap. <laughs> it's been on Tuesday. What are you talking about? <laughs> Tuesdays at five. And I'm hard up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> man, you tripping. Yeah. It's Thursdays at five. He was like, trap, no. Yeah. That's <laughs> not it, bro. It happens, I had to go back send, to the Send me the screenshot. Send me the screenshot. From a year. Yeah. I was like, damn. I apologize, bro. <laughs> Look at the date now. I just send a text like, bro, I'm a my bad. I'm gonna move up to seven. <laughs> Little Wayne, my, my bad. bad. Yeah. So I just think more than anything, bro. I appreciate you allowing me to speak on Trap and Susie's. I know you know y'all don't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? Hey, tell them, tell them it, it, it's a YouTube, but it's also on all audio platforms. Yeah, they know that. See, that's game right there. Because I didn't know. So yep, Trap and Tuesdays, man. Every Tuesday, seven o'clock Eastern, um, on the Wall Street looks like us now network. Don't let that go over your head. Right? Um, we building, we going up real fast. But then it's on all streaming platforms. We drop that on Thursdays at five on all streaming platforms. So I just want to thank y'all for even giving me and that. Y'all already brother. know. When it comes to breaking down businesses, my man, nobody, <laughs> and, and including me. I used to be on this live like, how the hell he know <laughs> I appreciate who that. the 19th supplier was for the blue, <laughs> for the iPhone case? Like, huh? My bad, man. And my boy yeah. breaking down bars. You dig. Yeah. You dig. So definitely, man. Yeah, man. So I thank y'all for that. But just for everybody, man, like, look at this relationship, man, and understand that um, we've had trial and error many times, mm -hmm. but we always come out as stronger. Mm -hmm. We always come out stronger. And I think that's what tests... That's what builds a relationship. Is I'm not gonna always end man Troy. I'm not gonna always end man in. Like I'm gonna be the one to butt heads with you. But yeah. through that conflict comes a tighter grip because now you can't talk to me about Rashad. You can't talk to me about Troy. Mm -hmm. You can't talk because I know the integrity of these yeah. guys. And I think you only learn the integrity of someone by going through something with them. Through a battle with them. It don't always yeah. gotta be shootouts and yeah. fights. It can be the way that you handle a disagreement. Yeah. It can be the way that you like. Yo, I'm gonna talk good about you, but I just said something today. Like, how a person talks about you behind your back says how they value the relationship. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, how, what is that? So, if somebody come tell me like, "Yo, Troy Rashad Ian talking bad about you," I'm not gonna believe that. Yeah, mm -hmm. I won't believe that, right? Because in my mind, if there's a disagreement, Rashad call me. Hey, trap. Now he's diplomatic as shit. <laughs> he has an amazing way of making defusing the situation, yeah. right, with the right words, right? But I know that we can have that. Troy's called me before, hey, bro, look, man, I don't care about none of that other stuff. How you doing, bro? What's good? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ian, trap. Look, I don't have to tell Ian sometimes, hey, calm down a little bit. A little bit. Let's, let's wait a day or two. I'll tell you, calm down when old boy played about the ads, too. Oh, yeah, facts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's, it's, I think when you look at the brotherhood, and I don't mean to keep going into it, but I think when we talk about a PNB rock losing his life, I think one of the things that happened with us as black men, man, we just walk around with so much testosterone and so much aggression, yeah. man. And like, all we know how to do is like destroy each other, beat yeah. each other up, shoot each other, fight each other. Yeah. And I think if we learn conflict resolution, bro, even amongst ourselves, bro. Y'all know I come from the street, bro, but most of the people I knew who have gotten killed have gotten killed by somebody they know. Yeah. I'm just keeping it 100. Yeah. Most of the people who I know that have gotten killed, bro, are, are, in, are because of somebody they know. So I think, man, just conflict resolution. I didn't mean to bring it that far, but man, I appreciate y'all. I appreciate what we're doing. Yeah. I look forward to keep building, bro. Rashad be trying to pay me for stuff. I'll be like, bro, get out of my face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you tripping. And last bro. point, we yeah. saw it on the floor today. We saw Citadel trading with GTS. Mm. All the banks, although they're competitors, yeah. 
It was, I'm gonna be honest with you. The only way you're gonna get to a billion is is if you collaborate. collaborate. Absolutely, it's the, the, the best marketing. You can't do it on your own. It's the best marketing. It's the best partnerships you can have. Man. That's the only way to get to that next I love level it. Is, is collaboration. I love it. It was six hedge funds that all helped each take other. them public. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, you have to. Yeah, it's not even, it's not and they all standing on that with each other. Like, mm-hmm. yo, this yeah. is what you feel. This is what you feel. We all got stand com- on. This is our common interest right here. Non negotiable. Yeah. You have to. You have to. If you don't, if you're not willing to collaborate, you're not gonna. You're not gonna go to that next level. That's big. There you, there you have, have it. it. There you have it. <laughs> you know how this goes. Hey, I've been doing this for a while, man. Yeah. I can finish some of his sentences, yeah. man. Come on, man. Oh, man. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys for rocking with us. Check out Aristotle Investments tomorrow. EYL. Check out Trapping Tuesdays and get your tickets to London. Get your tickets to MSG. More history to make. Uh, yes, more magical moments. And once again, oh, thank you to Terrence J. Our guy and shout out to Drake. Yo, we met Drake. That's a whole nother. Yeah, story. that's a whole different story. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hit this in a van. I'm hit this in a van. Yeah, yeah. Can can we? I can say one thing. Like I know y'all good at relationships, right? I know at some point y'all going to Canada. Gotcha. Oh, you yeah, gotta yeah, get yeah, Drake yeah, to yeah. get me in Canada, bro. They won't let me come because oh, of the attempt murder. Your okay. record? Yeah, just the attempt murder, bro. Just so the attempt murder. Just, nothing. Nothing. No, don't worry. <laughs> we get that one that. time. We, got, we, we got gotta, we gotta. Yeah. I know y'all. Rashad is great at like nurturing the relationships. So I know somewhere about Toronto. Oh, it ain't gonna take him long though. Hey, so listen, it's yeah. twenty. I'm thinking summer 2023. Rashad is like trap. We going to Canada because we doing investment. They got Gucci, man. We brewing. We we had a phone call the other day. Toronto, we brewing. Oh no, Toronto. We brewing. Toronto. You know that's dangerous. We, we brewing. Are you brewing? Oh, we brewing it right now. Toronto. Trust me. Toronto. Major. Six God. Shout out to Boy Wonder too. Come on, man. Boy Wonder, Wonder Savage. Yes. Shout out to, they was all in the building. Yeah. But Terrence J. Shout out to Job. Shout out to yeah. DJ. The whole the whole whole Johnny Johnny was in there. Come on, man. Random. It was the most random LA thing ever in history in life. No plans. Randomly ended up in a private OVO party with Drake at at Dave and Buster's. At Dave and Buster's. Did he have the braids? Definitely yes. had the braids. He's like a fullback. And it wasn't even on like high security, keep me away. Like just walking around casually. Like Drake. Yeah. That's fine. I, I think he might, they was playing all his music and then they stopped. He must've been like, yo, I don't even want to hear myself. That's a fact. Yeah. Shout <laughs> the Drizzy. I'm Kitchener. A, life is good. I might pop up with Drizzy. <laughs> life is good, man. Yes. Yeah. All right, guys. All right. Later. Peace. Peace. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.